It's the new year, and we're closing out 2018 with a bang. We have a lesser Baldwin, an aging 80s heartthrob, and a horror icon phoning it in. We watched Minutes to Midnight. We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Moon Goons! We are, it is New Year's Eve. We need those Eve. buzzers. We need yeah. those horns. <laughs> Aaron sounds like a dying mule today. Sick walrus. <laughs> Sick walrus. Uh, yeah, but he's here. Uh, I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me, like I said, is Aaron, my co-host. And we're here listening to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. This is where I normally introduce us as host, but I just did that, so we're going to throw out of whack. Fuck it, it's Who New cares? Year's. Last show of the year, <laughs> might as well go out all <laughs> fucked up. My voice is fucked. Yeah. Marshall's fucked. We're all okay, having a great yeah. time. But hey, 2019's right around the corner. Yes, it is. Fresh start, fresh start. Fresh start. Uh, with the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we watch a little movie called Minutes to Midnight. It's a New Year's Eve movie. Uh, those are getting fewer and fewer. Uh, yeah, harder, harder to there's, find. there's not a lot of New Year's Eve horror-themed no. movies. But you seem like it would be a good one. It, you would you think. know, people go to parties. There's a lot of different people you don't know. A killer could walk amongst them. Yep. You know, stuff like that. Plus um, the countdown. Come yeah. on. Well, they can't do all that with uh, New Year's Eve. Well, yeah, countdown. That, that's true. Which that we a, did. That was that was our first New Year's. That show. was our first year's that show. Was a good, that was a good movie. That I was, I, for some reason, I remember that movie fondly, even though it sucks. But it's like. That was our first New Year's show, and it has. A, I don't know why, but like that one, like that was. I, I wish I could keep finding movies like that to do for this, but right. we're, we're still running out of them. Uh, well, that's why we're here. And of course, if you want to listen to that show, go to our podcast. Pardon me, go to our website, <laughs> horriblehorrorpodcast.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes. They're all there, streaming. You can download them. You can also check out our merch section. We were talking about all the shirts we're selling, so you better get on top of it. Uh, also, you can check out our Hall of Fame there. But if you don't like to go to some strange site you haven't been to, of course, you can listen to us on iTunes, Podbean, uh, Google Play, Speaker.com, and I'm missing one other, I think. Oh, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. That's right. We are, we are on iHeartRadio as well. And, of course, you can talk to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our Twitter, Twitter handle is at SoBadIt'sScary. So bad. So there we go. And I did that all with a jacked up voice. He did. Uh, yes. Uh, just a, uh, We had a, a new new listener contact me, but just a reminder for all you out there, anybody looking for our older uh, episodes, places like iTunes and our iHeartRadio only uh, will show us so many of the more recent yeah, ones. Yeah, have like the most recent 50. Yeah. We have a lot. Yeah. iTunes will show the first, like the most recent 100. iTunes is, I think, is less, or iHeartRadio I, I is less. But uh, yeah, for any of our older stuff, you want to go back, you can get all the older stuff on Podbean and off our website. Uh, with that said, let's move on to the, our, our, our uh, I don't know, our the reason for the season, the reason we're here. Last show of the year. Last show of the year. Last show of 2018. That what is. episode number is this, too? Oh, God, this is, we're closing like on 148. 148, I yeah. think. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, Minutes of Midnight released on July 3rd, 2018. An odd, uh, odd time to release. Odd a, choice, but uh, it's New very Year's. recent. Yes, very, very recent. Um, written by Victoria Daddy, Daddy, D-A-D-I, and Christopher M. Don. Uh, written and it was directed by Christopher Ray. Lots of Christophers in here. Uh, now, Christopher Ray has 57 credits as a producer, 20 as a director. He's directed such movies as Mega Shark vs. Colossus with a K, Mega Shark vs. Crocosaurus. Reptis, Reptisaurus, Reptisaurus, something like that, and then Two-Headed Shark Attack, and its sequel, Three-Headed Shark Attack, um, and then a movie called Circus King, which is another horror movie. I actually watched that one myself not that long ago. And Circus I, King? Circus Kane, like oh, okay. the wrestler. Um, it's actually kind of interesting. I mean, it's not great, but I remember first, I remember thinking like the guy who plays Kane, there's some lines or dialogue or the way he delivers it. I was, like, I was very intrigued by it. Mm. So... Um, I can't remember. I can't say if it's really good or bad because I don't remember. I just remember his performance standing out, and I was like that was, it was enough to keep me interested. Okay. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, you can find Minutes of Midnight on Amazon, YouTube, the Pay You, not for free, uh, Google Play, and Vudu. Uh, the cast. Oh my goodness, the cast. Do we have people to we talk actually about? have? We actually have a cast. Yeah, big. Yeah, lots and lots of experience, uh, experience, and, and working names. Uh, you the names uh, everyday people recognize. Yes. not just horror fans. Yes. Uh, First off, we have uh, Mr. Walters played by William Baldwin. That's right. We have a fucking Baldwin in we this movie. We got Billy Balls no, yeah, in we, the we house. Got the, we got the lesser Baldwin. I mean, you get Alec, but... Good uh, old Billy Baldwin. Billy, Billy, Dude, is, he's trying his best to look and talk just like, like Alec Yeah, Baldwin. he is. But at least he's not Steven, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have Mr. Uh, Sheriff Wyatt played by Mr. Richard Greco himself. Fuck. And a- God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> fucking Richard Greco, uh, who's he probably has seventy eight credits, and not realize he had that many credits. Man, you worked all throughout the like early, probably late seventies, all throughout the eighties. Yeah, yeah, uh, but he's got fun mo- movies like uh, a movie called Dick Dixter, which was also directed by Christopher Ray, Whoa. which just sounds like a porn movie or a porn star's name anyway. Dick it's a little, Dixter. it's a little on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> Dick Dixter. Uh, a, a movie by the title Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill, which that just sounds fun. But then he was also on, like said, Aaron said, 80s. He was on Who's the Life, or Who's the Boss and Facts of Life. Uh, he also was in 18 episodes of 21 Jump Street. Right, that's where I recognize him most from. And this is a, yeah, um, this is a fun little one. This, I remember when we first started the show, we'd always had, like, I'd, somehow just coincidentally had, like, the nerd knowledge. Find out, well, this kind of goes back to that. Okay. Uh, he does the voice of Ghost Rider in the Marvel vs. Capcom 3 video game and Ghost Rider... Uh, Marvel Capcom the, the spinoff so he does the voice Ghost Rider voice huh. in that he's all, uh, he also did Ghost Rider in an episode of the 1994 Fantastic Four cartoon and he was at Ghost Rider voice in an episode of the 1996 Incredible Hulk cartoon so this guy's like voices Ghost Rider in lots of cartoons and video games I never would have guessed the, neither would the I the voice of the demonic biker superhero <laughs> yeah. Ghost Rider is voiced by Richard Grieco. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a surprise. I was very shocked by that, too. I learned something today. <laughs> yeah. uh, then Gimple was played by uh, horror icon Bill Mosley. He's in this as well. Uh, he's definitely, like, Aaron, like phoning it in. He is. Yeah, just, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, but, of course, just, everyone knows him from House of Thousand Corpses, Devil's Reject. Those are his probably most famous roles. I, would say, I thought the most famous would probably be Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Well, was, uh, yeah, uh, that's true. Chrome, but I guess. Chrome Dawn or whatever Yeah, yeah, is. yeah. But I mean, I, you're right. I mean, but I think for more modern-day horror fans, Modern, that would be, okay. be your go-to. But you're right. Yeah, keep going. Um, <clears> so, uh, let's see. I'm not going to mention her because she doesn't have anything you'll know. Uh, but then we have uh, making her second, no, now third appearance 
on Horrible Horror. Uh, that's that's getting into Hall of Fame talk territory. Oh, wow. uh, Dominic Swain's back. Uh, 99 credits her name, including, like I said, Horrible Horror um, uh, alumni movies, The Black Room. And she was in Sharkensaw Women's Prison Massacre because she was crap, Christ on a Cracker or something like that. Crap on a Cracker. Crap on a Cracker. That's That was her. And she got her start as uh, Jamie Archer, who was John Travolta's daughter in the classic face-off action movie. Oh, the classic. Classic. Classic film. Uh, moving on, we have Mercy Malik. Malik, whatever her name is. She plays Calypso. She's 80 credits. She's her second parent on our show. She was also in American Fright Fest, which we did a few back in our Halloween time. Uh, she's also the voice of... Ertan in the world of Warcraft Cataclysm and she's in incredible shape because she does like stripper pole workouts and all this crazy shit you can find ooh la la yeah um, then we have uh, two more people I'm going to mention uh, Travis Krina one of our main guys he's played by John Hennigan uh, that name might not sound familiar but he was also aka John Morrison aka Johnny Mercury aka Johnny Mundo he's a wrestler ex-wrestler uh, from WWE uh, Ring of Honor and Lucha Underground. Uh, he also has like uh, 78 credits under his name. Most of these are all different wrestling shows and videos. But he's also, uh, you can see him in the first episode of Netflix's Glow series where he was also a trainer on the show. He trained the women, the actors for no wrestling. Shit. Okay. Yep. And he was in Sharknado 5 as well. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, I'm going to mention uh, Diana Terranova. Uh, yeah, so I had a little hiccup there with the recording. I had to start over. Uh, but yeah, Deanna Terranova, 88 credits, movies of Sharknado 3 and 4, Piranacana, Camel Spiders, wherever the hell that is, Sexy Y Syndrome, The Hills Have Thighs, ah. Leprechaun in the Hood. And then out of all of her credits, I found these hilarious. Eight of them are stripper. She plays stripper. Just, cool. That's it. Or bachelor party stripper, screensaver stripper, but eight variations of stripper. Screensaver stripper. Yes. So when you're keep offline for a while, it pops up and there she is. Yep. Uh, <laughs> screensaver stripper. Jesus Christ. Uh, ten of them are dancers. She, dancer one, dancer two. Uh, and then she has ones that are kind of interesting. She has, apparently she was Leprechaun's girlfriend in Back to the Hood, I guess. Sweet. Uh, she's also Barfly Chick, Hot Girl, Santa's Favorite Party Girl, Boobs Chick, which is a great title. <laughs> and <laughs> So, Dad, Dad, I got a role for the movie. Oh, great. What's your part? Boobs, Boobs Chick. Chick. Well, that's it's better, probably better than this last one, which I love. Is, I find hilarious. Just called Pizza Slut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I remember what movie I, that was from, but just if your I, character's name is Pizza Slut. It's pretty. It's going to be a quality film. Yeah. Pizza Slut. <laughs> Pizza Slut. So, all right. <laughs> sure Meryl Streep was looking for <laughs> She started her career too. Pizza slut. Yeah, I think Meryl Streep's very first uh, credit <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, I think you were a little classier. I think it was a hamburger slut. <laughs> Jesus. Hamburger call girl. No. Or escort. Uh, they're, yes, they're classier. Hamburger escort. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the movie itself. Um, we open with this beautiful scenic shots of like the California wilderness. You can like the mountain ranges and the forest. Uh, and we're quickly introduced to this couple hiking through the forest. Uh, this couple, we will later find out, are named Emily uh, Emily Hill and Charlie Krenner or something like that. Uh, and they're out for a romantic hike and a picnic. However, Emily starts to have some concerns about being out in this part of the forest. Because apparently this is a location where several murders took place a while back. So there's some 
real smooth yeah. uh, right I know, and right off the bat, I'm like, okay. Like, this is the spot where those murders happen. It's like, gee. <laughs> Guess what's going to fucking happen, guys? Talk about subtle writing. <laughs> Dude, Dick Dickerson was less on the nose than this fucking plot point. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Charlie talks her out of her concerns pretty easily, and they sit down to enjoy their peaceful picnic. Uh, Charlie pulls out a ring box from the basket, opens it up. Emily finds a monster diamond ring. This thing's huge. Will you marry me? Yeah, he, he proposes. She says yes. As Yay. soon as she says yes. Dude, yeah, as soon as she says yes, there's a noise in the for- in the, yeah. off in the forest. They turn around, they see brush moving about. You didn't even and, see? I didn't think they even saw a thing. He's like, yeah, oh, some let me stuff, go check Some stuff kind of wiggled. And of course, instead of just ignoring it, because you just proposed to the woman you want to spend the rest of your life with, yeah. you think you'd kiss, embrace, fuck on the blanket who knows you do something yeah and so he's like hold on i need to go investigate <laughs> fuck you damn it yeah it's exactly so he gets up leaves her all alone uh off in the forest charlie finds a piece of paper wrapped around a rock yeah. he opens it up he sees the paper has a picture on it of two stick figures one holding a picnic basket and a message message that reads you're too late and the picture and the message are all drawn and written in blood yeah uh, and that's when he hears em- Emily screaming from way back wherever. He must have run. He, he must have walked so far away, fucking far away, because like miles away. Because when you when we see them sit down, they're in pretty much like an open area. It's not yeah. dense forest. It's open, and he must have gone so far away because. By the time he gets back, she's gone. And he has no idea where she went. Yeah. And again, you can see for... Oh, you can see a good one. Hundreds, time, hundreds of yeah, yards. The amount of time know. between that scream when he gets back, you would still see somebody dragging her away or somebody going Or her somewhere. running or something. Yeah. yeah. it's Yeah, he must have been like fucking miles and miles <laughs> away. Um, so he runs back to... But yeah, she's gone. Uh, Charlie's frantically shouting out for her. Now we cut to Emily, who's running through the forest. So instead of running like towards the direction that Charlie went off to, because she clearly saw which way he went, yeah. she apparently runs off in a completely other direction. Um, she sets off a, a trip wire, and a net falls on her from the trees, yeah, trapping like a her. Camouflage net comes yeah. falling on her, kapoof. Uh, through the net, she sees a woman dressed in black, wearing a partial mask, which we're gonna get into that a whole later when we she comes uh, emerge from a tree behind a tree. Um, Back to Charlie, who gets shot through the leg by an arrow now. Yeah. He's so like, Charlie's wandering around like, oh. Like, he's gone from, like, the flat ground of, like, where they were. They were, like, kind of flat. Now he's, like, like, in, now the he's like, in the mountains, like, up on a giant bluff or something like that. He gets shot an arrow through the leg, but from behind. He's writhing in pain on the ground, and a large man appears standing above Charlie. He looks up the man. We can't really see, you know, what he looks he's, like because he's, he's backlit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all back to the, the shadow. sun's behind him. The, you can just see a silhouette. Yeah. All we see is this man rise up his axe and finally chops it down into Charlie. Uh, the screams of Charlie getting killed are heard as the screen goes black and the title card rolls, followed by the rest of the credits begin hack to play. Minutes, hack to hack, hack midnight. midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> and hack. <laughs> yeah. Hack, hack being the optimum word there. Hack being the proprieting <laughs> word there. And I gotta say, just right off the bat, when you're talking about how he was on flat ground, then he's in the mountains, this movie is littered horribly it's lousy with continuity oh, errors i love oh my god there's a big one coming up with the when we switch parties there are yeah, so I, I, I many i want to see it now but i'll just wait for it later but yeah it's huge <laughs> um all right so during the credits we're taking to like this killer's workshop where we see someone working on cleaning a human skull it's like all of a sudden he's the predator <clears throat> yeah he's like cleaning off a human skull along with other he's bones got his trophies and know. he's crafting like some macabre items and all this shit 
Now, we cut to a group of friends setting up a small office New Year's Eve party. This is where we meet the bulk of our main cast of characters. We have our main girl, Sophia. Richie, he's just annoying. I don't like him. Uh, Kyle, the black guy. Uh, his girl, Vanessa. And Heather, who's kind of like the... I don't, I, there's, I don't know how to describe these people. There's all this kind of... They, they kind of look like the Disney Club kids that all grew up and never became Justin Timberlake or Britney Spears. Or Kyle looks like that guy from... Uh, like was, no, the, he was his first season of American Idol. He did a movie with Kelly Clarkson. Yes, he had yes. That, 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 like spring, the head of yeah. like springs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's he looks a, like that guy. He's like a half white, half Justin. black. His name was Justin. Yeah, half white, half black guy. Yeah, and his hair is real like springy and weird. Yeah, and he, he he just looks like he grew up and like hit the gym. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't really know how to describe him at this point because they're all just kind of blow characters. I mean, well, I'll describe them. Fodder. Yeah, fodder. There you go. <laughs> That's a perfect word. Uh, anyway, in comes the boss, Mr. Walters, like I said, played by William Baldwin. Billy Baldwin. Uh, he exchanges some pleasant banter with Sophia. Good and man, then decides he's, to... He's got his hair slicked back, just like oh. Jack Donaghy. He's got the five <laughs> o'clock shadow. He's talking like... I can't do voices now. I keep my voices Actually, that was pretty like, good. Talking like this all the time. It's not bad. But that sore throat gives that raspy. That sore throat gives me a little more Alec Baldwin it's edge. sexy. Ooh. That's sexy. I think uh, we can make some money this weekend. I think we can, yeah. All right. Let's do that. You do all the work. I'll do the <laughs> uh, anyway, for, for some reason, he gives, her the, he gives her the keys to the building to lock up when they're done, wishes them a happy new year, and then he leaves. I was kind of curious what kind of business they run. Exactly. Like, it's a small office, but this guy is, like, obviously, like, loaded. Like, you can tell, like, he's supposed to be, like, yeah. super rich. Yeah. He's, like, the big <clears throat> fish in the small town. Um but yeah, it's they like, have a map yeah. of the world and a whole bunch of scuzzballs working. Yeah, it's like, yeah <laughs> like, I, was like, I thought the same thing. Like, what the hell do these people like, do in this a building? Small office with no windows. <laughs> it's just weird. Uh, we cut to the streets of the small resort town where we meet Travis, uh, who's out searching for his missing brother. Uh, like, you mean Eddie Bauer edition uh, soldier <laughs> or Winter Soldier? Yeah, he does. Dude, look like <laughs> he's wearing like Eddie oh, Bauer, that's uh, so good. Eddie Bauer vest, Eddie Bauer backpack, <laughs> Eddie Bauer this. And he's just he's got the long. <laughs> he's hair. got the long hair. He's kind of muscular. And he's like, "Hey, have you seen my brother?" Yeah. You know? it's like, he's on a quest. <laughs> yeah, he's Eddie Bauer, uh, Winter Soldier. I love it. Uh, like I said, his brother's Charlie that we saw earlier. Uh, he now Travis runs into Ranger T- Tasso and asks him if he's seen Charlie. Now, for some reason, Ranger Tasso. Just doesn't have time to be bothered by people looking for missing persons. No. Because Tacto <laughs> practically pulls his gun out on Travis and tells him to get lost. And like, we don't like pe- we don't like your bums in this town. Dude, you better this get out of here. Dude, this becomes Rambo. Yes. This becomes first blood. It is. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? I'm like, I, I, He's just asking, have you seen my brother? He's around yeah. here and he's just like... We don't like your kind around here. Out of here. <laughs> With <laughs> your secondhand Eddie Bauer outfit. <laughs> but then up comes Sheriff Wyatt, who tells Tasso to ease down. He looks like more of a bum. He does look more of a bum. Like, this is Richard Grieco. First of all, yeah, no shit. Calm down, buddy. Easy. <laughs> yeah. but, okay, let's talk about the sheriff. Yeah, Richard Grieco is a sheriff. And we've seen other movies where we've had the small town sheriff who doesn't doesn't look like, you know, the New York City sheriff. He's not right. Even, He's more Jesus. of a man amongst the people. But still, every sheriff, every law enforcement officer has to wear some form of identification as something that can identify you as, as a, a fucking law. sheriff and law you're, you're bad or this guy looks like he's just bumming around town he's got long scraggly his black hair is long just looking shoulder. like rough he looks like he's like coming off of a three-day bender yes 
and his he, face is real gaunt. Yeah, like he looks like he's been doing coke well, like, for. He, like, he kind of might be like he, he it's all that like Ghost Rider Alice, money. He was getting. It's like an Alice Cooper wannabe. Yes, without the makeup. Yeah, yes, that long straight hair, the gaunt face, but he wears jeans and like just a. He has no like badge, no sheriff star, no An oversized badge. brown coat. Yeah, like nothing that identifies this guy as a sheriff. So. On top of that, first of all, what's the wrong with these sheriff and the ranger? Because I'm like, these two people are supposed to be public servants, and I mean, a sheriff and a ranger isn't you know looking for missing people. That that's in their job description, especially a fucking ranger, right? In a resort on like woods and forest. That's all you basically do. That's your job. Look out for forest fires and find missing people in that's, the forest. That's job number one. Yes, he's yeah. like. Fuck you! Ain't looking for missing people. I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> pulling my gun. <laughs> pull your gun. Like, are you? What is that? Like, it's so bad. So, um, I just I, I skipped my note. I skipped something. That's okay because Billy Baldwin comes out and he's like, "Hey, how you doing? I haven't seen your brother. Boy, I'll keep an eye out for him. I'm a good guy. Hey, oh yeah, guns. Um, yeah. Basically, okay, yeah. yeah. Just they basically blame Travis for disturbing the peace, even though he just asked the ranger. One, we see him ask one, one person, question. Issue, but that's disturbing the peace. But yeah, he's like, no, he walks away. And that's when he bumps into Mr. Walters, as Aaron said, uh, coming out of his building. Uh, he asks him if he's seen Charlie. Walters is like, no, but hey, it's a small town. Anything's possible. And he, and so Travis walks off again. <laughs> uh, but Walters does give like a little high, high wave to... He acknowledges and, the sheriff. Yeah, and the ranger. Back to the office party where the group is lining up shots of vodka and getting the party started, getting ready to party. Michael shows up. He's another one of our main characters now who's supposed to be Kyle's best friend and coming back from Hollywood. 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 I can't do it. Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so bad. Sorry, guys. I need to put you on your misery. (laughs) (laughs) Like a sick walrus. Yes. Um, Although it's never really said that Michael and Kyle, like even though it is said that Michael and Kyle are supposed to be best friends, I don't think you would ever pick up on it in this movie because, like, the vast majority of the time, they're never in the same room. They're never really talking together. They're not hanging out together like you would think best friends would. There's really no indication. You would think, honestly, the way this movie puts out that Kyle and Richie would be the best friends. They also interact way more than Kyle and Michael do. Um, so, anyway, Sophia pulls Michael aside. They talk. We learn that two of them have a past. They date in high school or some crap like that. They used to be a couple. Yeah, all these guys are, like... Uh... High school buddies, 20s, like young twenties, yeah, of game, yeah, you know. college age. Uh, after laying into Mike for his lack of contact after he went to Highwood, she goes back to the party and suggests that they all ditch the office and take the party up to the lodge since she has the keys. I've for got them. the keys. Apparently, like, what? Where'd you get these keys? Like, I know we saw Baldwin give keys, but he's like, here's the keys to the office to lock, lock up. up. Not here's keys to the lodge. Right, go break in or and party who's, up there. Who's lodge is it? Exactly. Like later we find it's I guess it's supposed to be Baldwin's, but because like but it makes zero sense. There's yeah, really I'm, no not, I'm not calling the sheriff by his name. He's Richard Grieco. I'm not calling <laughs> Billy Baldwin by his name. He's fucking Billy Baldwin. Uh, it just makes it easier for me. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so so uh, anyway, um, everyone agrees. Like yeah, let's do it. Yeah, sure. It sounds like it sounds way better than a shitty office party. Yeah, so I'd be in. So Vanessa's out. You know, she's like. She's she says uh, she'll call Gabe and Chloe to more people to tell them to meet us there instead of here. But now instead of driving to Lodge like everyday normal people would, they decide they're going to walk there. They're going to hoof it. Yeah, they're like, she doesn't like, want anyone driving it's, during it's, New Year's. It's New Year's Eve. It's amateur hour. And that's not, a, you know, it's common for people to say that. But to walk, I'm like, okay, it's got to be max yeah. two miles. I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, sure. 
I, you know, he said, oh, the lodge is close. Great. Now, again, I, first of all, I call bullshit on this because there's no way that these people would walk anywhere if it's, like I said, if it's more than, like, two blocks to a party. Because, uh, I mean, the girls are wearing heels and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, my fucking, like, they're not where I live and then where my girlfriend lives, we're basically two blocks apart. And neither one of us walk to each other. We drive. Yeah, I, I know we're lazy, but I'm just, yeah. saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, most people, like, no, most people don't really just walk anywhere nowadays they just well, it's plus if you're carrying booze with you that's a thing and you're gonna be hauling all this stuff like, no you can put in the car and you're gonna drive they're carrying a bunch of booze one car sure makes sense but in it, it two miles max that's what i'm saying yeah so let's just keep that in mind too exactly and you're thinking okay the line just give me right around and the they're, in they're, they're in town they're in town yeah they're town. like on main street the small yeah. town but again when they say close apparently that means walking to the out in the middle of fucking nowhere on a hike to this lodge in the middle of the woods somewhere. That's what we see the next several minutes. They're hiking through like the hilly terrain to get to this lodge. Exactly. Like, are you, no, bullshit. They'd be driving their asses up there. They ain't walking that. So during the hike, Vanessa tells Sophia that she was the one that called to invite Mike to the party. Because everyone, you do that? yeah, because everyone wants to see Mike and Sophia get back together. You guys together. are such a great couple. We wanted to see you back together. That's weird. Yeah, but, it is weird. Yeah, it's a little nosy. It's very <laughs> high schoolish too. It's like yeah. it's like time to move on. Like you know, it's something you see in high school. Oh, I want our friends to get well, our again, they're, friends. But they now are it's like, young, so that's all. I got. Um, we cut to Gabe and Chloe now, who are hiking through the woods as well. Uh, we see they're trying; they're being watched from the trees. We also see Travis sneak his way through the forest as well, so it's cutting around a lot. Gabe stops to check the map. So it's obviously not close. If you need a map so, yeah, let's, to get, let's, figure out where you're going, it's ain't close. Let's not even use their names. It's, you know, Guy 1 and Gerald 1. You know, uh, <laughs> Gabe and v- Chloe. V- whatever. So anyway, Chloe's pissed off. that She's like, oh my God, you guys lost. She's upset. Gabe calms down by kissing her, which instantly is the cure-all to every girl's getting upset. Just kiss them. They'll shut up, apparently. That's some big dick game right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because that's hard to calm down a woman. But if he's got it just in his lips, <laughs> I want to know about Gabe. So, yeah. <laughs> so, while they're playing tonsil hockey, uh, that's when... <laughs> that's such an old man thing to say. <laughs> <I know>. Tonsil <laughs> hockey. I know. I was like, I haven't used that before. <laughs> uh that's when an arrow comes flying out from the trees, punctures through both of them. Like a fucking skewer. Goes, yeah, in through, into Gabe's back, through his chest, and into the chest her stomach of her and stomach. Through her back. Yeah. So they're, they're, so they're like kebab. They're like, they're, they're, yeah, they're, it's a human kebab. They're kebab <laughs> on this arrow. Chloe screams, both of them cough out, cough up mouth blood. That'd be pretty awesome if they just blah <laughs> right into each other's faces. <laughs> Note to self if I ever make a movie, do that. <laughs> Uh, we need to call our uh, friend of the show, uh, Drew Marvick, and, and uh, pitch yes. that idea to him. Drew Marvick, <laughs> yes. If you ever want to kill us, we <laughs> we'll, will be happy. We will cough mouth blood up. We will play tonsil hockey with our own mouth blood. You could <laughs> going back to the we'll call back to that. We we, we used to make we make come kind of like some you know in the the level. You need to be killed by the level. In the, in, oh. Like impale us, kebab us on a level, and we will mouth cough up mouth blood into <laughs> each other's faces. Perfect. <laughs> you won't be sorry. You won't be sorry. <laughs> It's gold, baby. I, I got, I got uh, messaged him tonight and, and uh, <laughs> picked up that idea. So anyway, uh, uh, we see the large man who killed Charlie holding a bow made from like a human spinal cord. Um, it's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I will say the weapons in this are pretty awesome. Yeah, I will agree. Uh, Travis hears Chloe screams. He rushes off to find the source. 
Gabe and Chloe fall to the ground, stuck together by the arrow. Travis sets off another tripwire and gets caught in yeah, another so net. We got Hobo, Eddie Bauer, running through the woods. Yeah. And he trips over that same tripwire that drops. It could be a different one. I, well, I'm it's, not... it's very similar, but yeah. it's the same type of trap. Same trap. I'm just, yeah. Falls on him and, it, uh-oh, he looks fucksville, but fuck no. No, he ain't. He's fucking Winter Soldier. Yeah, he is. Eddie Bauer edition. <laughs> and he, he, cuts through, out... he pulls out a fucking knife. Yeah. He cuts through that shit and pops right out. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. God damn, this he's guy. A, yeah, he's a fucking action hero. This guy this means group. business. Uh, the the main group now we go back to the main finally arrives at the lodge where they meet Booby McGee aka Tiffany with an eye waiting for them now I have really no idea how she knows these other like they seem to know her but she's not part of the group and she, they, there's really no they never really indicate like how she fits in it's with this group of people really strange <clears throat> the only one that seems to know her is Richie Richie and he's and he's, he's like, hey, she's here. Awesome. Yeah. And she doesn't want to have anything to do with him. But she's just out. She's out for basically any swinging dick except yeah, for his. Except for his. And but the Vanessa seemed because she says, like, I guess she's like the prior time because she's like, oh, I heard she stuck with this guy and this guy. You know, she they were gossiping about her behind, you know, to Sophia. But it's like, no, yeah, why she's there is just weird. It doesn't make any sense. So who cares? Yeah, they all head into the lodge. Anyway, she's hot. That's all that matters. Uh, they lo- go into the lodge, unload, and wait for the other friends. Back in town, we have Sheriff and Ranger Tasso. They're talking up, talking about the big storm that's come their way that we never see. Oh God! But we will not Damn. stop hearing about this fucking storm throughout the entire movie. Um, the big storm. They end up splitting up to cover more ground in their efforts to warn the townsfolk and get people to basically batten down the hatches, hunker the down, hunker down. It's going to be a dirty ride. At the lodge, our main group breaks out the booze and gets the party started with shots. Richie gets a severe weather alert on his phone, which Kyle just breaks Richie's phone yeah. and calling him a pussy. What the fuck is this? Oh, this is so weird. This yeah. guy's like, hey, you guys, you know, there's a severe weather alert. And they've already been talking about the storm. And, you know, he's Richie's talking about it. Stuff, and Kyle takes his phone just goes, don't be a pussy. Throws it on the ground. Breaks it. Breaks it. He's like, dude, I just got that phone. He's like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck was that for? Yeah. Because it would make sense if it was the only phone. You know, we, oh, you broke the only phone in the house. But every other asshole has a phone too. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, he's just a dick. He's just a dick. What was that for? They're supposed to be friends. I'm like, I they know. hate each other. Like, I know. It's, it's like, like if I did that guy. to you, you would rightfully be really pissed yeah. off. And Rich's like, all right, you said sorry. Okay. Like, what the fuck? Like, who just breaks the guy's phone for saying, oh, yeah, weather alert? Like, he's actually being helpful. He's informing you of what's upcoming. To the per- you can prepare accordingly. Fuck your weather, pussy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Sheriff White Greco shows up at the lodge now. Yeah, Richard Greco then shows up. There's a storm coming. Yeah, exactly. You Same guys got to leave. So, exactly. Tells him. He saw the lights on. He's like, oh, I came by to warn you about the storm. Uh, he tells Sophia that she and her friends need to leave. Uh, during his speech about leaving the lodge, uh, Sheriff Wyatt starts talking nonsense. Like, seriously, nonsense. Like, it gets really weird. He says it's, to her, I quote, I don't want you making the same mistakes I did. The road to hell is paved with a lot of good intentions. Like, it's just like, in context of what he's there for, what does that even mean? What? Yeah, like, what mistakes did you, did you and party so, at a lodge when you were in your 20s, Rico, and get I a hangover? the same things you did, kids, but yeah. Don't make the same mistakes I did. Yeah. The road to hell's paved with good intentions. It's so good. What the fuck does that have to do with Dude, anything? Dude, we, we, we want to just party and get laid. So. Yeah. 
Like, Fuck off, Richard Grieco. Again, like, I, it makes zero sense why he says that or what that is. Not, and it really doesn't have much to do with anything later either. <laughs> My career went down a dark path when I voiced Ghost Rider <laughs> over and over and over again. Now look at me. I'm in B-horror movies. <laughs> Don't go down the same path I did. I, I, honestly, I'm really confused. Like, what mistakes are you talking about? It just, it's out of place and odd. Anyway, Sheriff says, you know, I'm coming back in the morning. You better not be here when I get here. You better be gone. So now we cut to Emily, who is from the beginning, who tied up in a bloody murder room uh, that's pretty much ripped out of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It's got yeah, chains and like hanging from the ceiling with, like, she- with fake body parts. Hanging body out. parts you can buy from your the good your giant you know, rocks. Yeah, yeah, like horror theme store. Yeah, it's just a bunch of props. Like at first, I was really trying to like, are they hanging there? Like, are they supposed to represent real heads and feet and arms, or are they? Does he just like the decor? Or he, yeah, or is he just oh, hanging is, up that as is, props? This like, is spooky, yeah. Like, I really could not tell in this movie, like, because nobody ever reacts to, like, like, not the people who are, live there, the killers, but, like, Emily and people who come to this room later, like, nobody's yeah, like, oh, my a, God, there's body parts hanging. Like, nobody comments on it. Nobody even seems grossed out. They don't so, seem so too like, concerned. Exactly. So, I'm like, <clears> so maybe, like, oh, that's just a fake head. I don't need to be concerned. There's, like, it's really weird. Like, nobody comments or freaked out about the body parts hanging all over this room. <laughs> so, um, so in the room with her is Gimple, uh, who is played by uh, Bill Mosley. And guess what he fucking looks like? Well, what does he look like, Aaron? Looks like the goddamn same thing we've seen over and over again. House of Thousand Corpses looks like the same motherfucker from uh, Devil's Rejects. And he looks like that same motherfucker through... What was that uh, movie we watched with Nathan Jones in Australia uh, with Tara Reid? Yeah, uh, uh, Charlie's Farm. Charlie's Farm. Yes, Charlie's Farm. Looks like that same. It's like wild, crazy hair, got a beard, wife beater, skinny, going hee 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 hee. You know, yeah. just, just. Yeah. But he's, you could tell he's phoning it in. That's right. He wasn't Charlie's. Yeah, he was the father. Yeah. The, the, and he looked, he was the crazy motherfucker yeah. with the wild hair. And, oh, yeah, he is definitely. He did. He was, he was more committed to Charlie's Farm. This one. <laughs> Way more. Uh, Anyway, he's basically pulling out his own teeth with a rusty set of pliers. And he's also wearing a long, blonde woman's wig. Uh, he tries to feed Emily a piece of bread, but she just bites his hand. And then he starts painting like a lunatic on this like canvas or sheet of paper was in blood. Yeah, and he takes his wig off, and he's got like short brown hair now. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well... I wish he just would have looked like that. Yeah. Instead of like having that. that same But the wig Otis makes him crazier. Look. Yeah. You know? Uh... Back at the lodge, the girls of the group discuss what they should do. Uh, should they leave? Should, but they decide to stay till the morning. They'll leave in the morning. And now we get some continuity mistakes here. There's some weird, <sighs> weird shit. Because we cut now to a totally different New Year's Eve party. Oh, my God. Now, keep in mind, out, we, if, when we first cut, we see an exterior shot of this house. And outside the house is like a foot of snow. It's like a ski lodge in Denver. It's like fucking Aspen. Or, exactly. Yeah, Denver. yeah, it's a ski <laughs> lodge. It's snowing it's there's snow and it's dark outside and you know they pan inside the party and there's what i thought was a drag queen walking around but it's just a woman with a lot of makeup on Uh, oh that's hostess uh big boobs mcgee not related to boobs mcgee uh big boobs mcgee big boobs mcgee step up yeah uh she's addressing uh, addressing her guests one uh, one of the guests is the unabomber by the way DJ Unabomber. <laughs> it's so weird because all these, got the glasses. <laughs> all these girls are like in nice, fancy dresses. Like they're out for a proper evening. Most of the, there's only one or two guys you see. They're dressed but then there's this one Unabomber looking motherfucker standing there with like black right. hoodie on. Like front, pulled up. Like front and center. Yeah, front and center. Black sunglasses, long hair. I was like, what the fuck is 
the Unabomber doing here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And she's like, you're all snowed in, but we're going to party. Can I get an amen? And, and they're like, amen. And she's like, can I get an amen? I'm like, is this RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? <laughs> like, you ain't drunk enough. And she's like, everybody can kiss whoever they want tonight because it's midnight and all their sins will be absolved in the morning. Hit the music. Bitch, that is sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) Just kiss anybody you want. Just walk up to them and start making out. This is not me too friendly. (laughs) Uh so now we see a door slowly opens a crack and his dirty hand reaches. The music's going and he turns up the volume on the stereo and then flips out the light. Now here's a warning to anyone who wants to watch this movie. If, uh, if but you if have, you're epileptic, if you're toned to epileptic seizures, uh, dude, be, you might beware, want to be caution. Aware. Yeah, because the next two or three minutes is just a headache-inducing strobe light shit show. <laughs> uh, our three killers enter the room. All the partygoers scream and start running around in a chaotic mess. Uh, Betty Big Boobs gets tossed to the floor after having her top of, of her half of her dress ripped, ripped off. So we're strobes, strobes of big boobs. fake boobs. Yep. Uh, uh, party guests are getting slaughtered left and right. Blood's flying everywhere. The scene ends with Gimple blowing one of those like noisemakers for New Year's. Looking crazy. End of scene. In this scene, it's like you see this close-up of this gal with that half mask on. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Oh, you know, it's like... I can't wait to get to the mask later. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> <laughs> but you see these flashes of these yeah. people and you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? You're oh, so, no. You're 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 not quite sure because it is strobe light and they're running around, they're doing stuff. But you're like, am I am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? Yeah, and, I, uh, I was right there with you. And I was, at the same time, I was like, most of my, I was watching this like kind of through squ- like one eye squint over because the strobe light it's just so violently strobe light. I'm like, it's hard to watch. It's like not easy to watch. It's, it's not hard to watch because it's violent. It's hard to watch because it's just it's ow my yeah, head. Yeah, it like makes my head hurt. <laughs> so we go back to the lodge now. Which keep in mind, we were just at a house. In like a foot of snow at night. So they have to be in the vicinity because these are the same fucking killers. Same fucking people. Yeah. Same. Who we just saw running through the woods in daytime at a lodge. No snow. Like no snow around. Greenery everywhere. The grass and bushes are still green. Lush and green. And next. (laughs) (laughs) But like right next door, there's a fucking foot of snow. (laughs) Snowed in. You can't leave this party. You can't. You're snowed in. And so, uh, the party at the lodge is full, full blown mode. They're dancing, they're drinking, they're playing beer pong. Sophia gets pissed off that Tiffany somehow, for some reason, uploaded a picture of her and Mike to her social media because bitches be tripping. <laughs> she storms up to Tiffany and warns her, Michael's off limits and you're going to have a problem with me and blah, blah, go to hell. And I told you what I was going to do. So basically, her pussy is hot for Michael. Yeah. And then Heather throws up, and she has to go to bed. <laughs> Ray jumped to Ranger Tasso, driving around, doing his pre-storm rounds. Now, during this scene, the camera goes back and forth between shots of him driving <laughs> and then shots of the, the dri- like POV of driving down the road. But the funny thing about that is that every time they cut to the driving shot like, of the road, they keep using the same section of road, the exact, and they play the same footage over and over again on a loop. Four times. Yeah, I was about to say, it might not be that <laughs> noticeable, but, but the fifth time you see it, you're like, that's the same fucking bug that went by. Yes, there's a bug the, that flies close to the window and then kind of veers off. Yeah. But it's, like, you, it's very noticeable, because like, whoa, that bug almost hit the screen. Yeah. And then it, again, I mean, and yeah, again, and, and again. again. <laughs> and there's the same road sign. 
It's not. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're that fucking lazy. It's you like can't... a Tom and Jerry like cartoon from the fucking forties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same background going over and yeah, over and over really again. Yeah, it really is. It's awful. So eventually, Tasso sees something that makes him pull over. He gets out of his Tasso. T a s o to like Tasso. T- yeah, I keep thinking Tesco. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> to or Tesso. I want to say Tacao. <laughs> I don't know why. A little Wu-Tang yeah, call out there. Yeah, uh, He gets out of the SUV to investigate. He finds a sleeping bag, and when he flips it open, he finds a bloody skull like a deer or something yeah, in there. Yeah, like gross yeah. body parts of an animal. Yeah, twigs snap nearby. He rushes off to find a source, and he quickly sees a large man standing in the dark nearby. Uh, Tassel's like, hey, you're not supposed to be out here. You know, the storm's coming. The storm's coming. Like, I'm not going to write It you. really trapped like a foot of snow, like... 20 feet over there, man. So <laughs> it's a coming. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to write you up, but, you know, just take your, your trophies being the, the deer you, head. You kill or whatever. And, yeah. you know, just get home quickly. The large man doesn't move. So Tassel gets a little more aggressive. He raises his flashlight up to shine on the man's face. And that's when we see, for the first time, we finally get a clear shot of the killer's mask. And this mask, this first mask looks like, we will talk about this one here, uh, looks like a cross between like Baraka and Reptile from Mortal Kombat or like Venom meets a black ginger dead man. Um, either way, he looks like a Batman villain. So maybe like a Bane or a Scarecrow mashup. It's, take any one of those picks. Dude, with, with like a touch of Muppet in there for me. <laughs> like it just looked like Muppety. Like his eyes just looked like the big plastic eyes that Kermit the Frog has on his head. <laughs> it's like it was kind of cool looking and then these fucking eyes. They're like white outline and dark in the middle. It's like it just kept making me thinking of like Kermit the Frog. Like a demonic, <laughs> evil Kermit the Frog. Like, That's what I kept going because I was like, okay, reptile, Baraka, I see what you're going with. But then the fucking eyes. I, 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 they look bug-eyed like Kermit the Frog. I just didn't bother me as much, but I get it. I see where you're going. With. I, I see why you're I didn't find that. it scary. It sounded like, like demonic <laughs> Kermit the Frog. That's what I got. So, anyway, Batman villain <laughs> here quickly kills Tesso. With his femur axe. He's got an axe made of a femur, a bone, and all this. It's pretty cool. Um, we go back to the lodge where Sophia is helping Heather into bed so she can sleep off her drunkenness. Um, Heather's Once Heather's all tucked in, Sophia leaves to join the others. It's a good friend. Yeah. Because I didn't do that for you, and you didn't do that for me. Fuck you. I would have done that for you. I, I didn't get as drunk as you did. No. <laughs> but I would have done that shit for you. Hey, man, I dressed you. You I put clothes on you so you get your girl. Yeah, and that didn't happen either. No, nope, you I was way too drunk. Uh, you threw her on the floor. That didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> You're tossing her around, having, just having fun. Whoops, she fell over. Marsha, why'd you throw that girl on the floor? Oh, man, Marsha's gone. <laughs> Marshall's passed out on the bathroom floor. <laughs> We're leaving him there. He might throw me up. Hey, look, his eyes are rolling back in his head. Should we take him to the hospital? Nah, nah. let's just keep drinking. He's Fine. <laughs> Pour some water in his mouth. I think you're waterboarding him. He'll be fine. Oh, leave it to your 19, 20 year old friends to take care of you when you're drunk. Hey, man, you're still here. <laughs> I am still here. Uh, <laughs> no thanks to you guys. And now the world knows. Yeah, now the world knows. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, Sophia leaves. She uh, leaves Heather. She goes back to the others after a bit more partying and talking. And they all hear a sound coming from outside. So Kyle and Mike decide to go out and check it out. Kyle is smart enough to take a baseball bat with him. He just happens to find lying around in this old lodge. Like it's not the oddest thing, but it's like it's supposed to be. Eh. If this is I don't understand this lodge. Like is this? If they say it's like a resort town or the old resort, so it's the lodge of like a resort, which is if it's 
off season? Like, if this is a logic, why aren't there other people here? I kind of thought of it as like a big Airbnb kind of thing. Like, someone has a big property, they don't really use it too much, so they'll rent it out from time to time or a timeshare kind of thing. Maybe, but it's, I, I don't understand this lot at all. I just really don't know what's going on here. So, anyway, outside they see a man walking up to Lodge who they think is gay, but turns out it's Travis. It's. Eddie Bauer edition yeah. Winter Soldier. I'm yeah. going to call him that all the whole time, too. That's whatever. I'm just going with, uh So Travis asks him if he's seen their brother. He, his, oh, he's doing with everybody. Mike says no, but invites Travis inside so he can check with the others. Like, oh, okay, they're being friends. That's cool. Good that is them. nice. That's actually pretty nice. But really I wouldn't nice. fucking do that. <laughs> You're going to let this hulking man into you, like, strangers? Like, if you see my brother, like, uh, kind of weird, bro. No, I haven't <laughs> seen him. Get, get, get the fuck out of here. But uh, they let him in. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so back, we cut back to Heather now, who's curled up in bed. The door creaks open. Heather's eyes, Heather opens her eyes and sees the Batman villain standing over her. Uh, Batman villain hacks into Heather with some, with something. I can't really tell. It's so fast. You can't really tell what it is. Some mis- But basically whatever it is, it practically makes Heather explode in blood. <laughs> Dude, the amount of blood they pour out. It's, it's ludicrous. Gallons and gallons, gallons. and gallons like, of blood. Like, even if it's an axe, like, uh, you chop into it with an axe, one chop in isn't good. Like, it's seriously like a, they just spill, like, a fucking, like, oil drum of Yes, it's like they got, like, it like when, a, when the, the team wins the big game and they're going to douse coach with the, the gator. <laughs> it's like they came up and went, bah! and just dumped <laughs> all the blood off it's like off screen shot of the, yeah. the the floor and the bed and just, just blood is the fucking drenching fucking of blood <laughs> you expect to hear the team in the background going yeah, yeah. We won. <laughs> so much blood yeah. it's so much blood <laughs> and then eventually a few chunks fall down yeah. too what did he hit what'd she do did she yeah. just explode is that a secret weapon wow boom <laughs> she blows up so he is a batman villain yeah she and but she dies like instantly. And well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was inside of her. Shit. What I'm saying is funny. Like even it's one chop though. Like you, she would still have enough to scream out in pain. Didn't squeak. Didn't squeal. She was drunk. She her blood dies so. instantly. You go back to the others who. Who are now getting introduced to Travis? Uh, Travis shows them a picture of Travis and Emily, but no one in the group's seen them. Travis then says that he's surprised that all of them are even at this lodge because of the murders that happened here 20 years ago. 20 years ago, there were murders in the area. How could you guys be here? Yeah. What the fuck? 20 years ago. And why did your dumb... If you're so spooked about this, why the fuck did your dumbass brother come in and propose to his fiance yeah. in this area? If this is going around your family, you're spooked of 20-year-old murders. Yeah. Which is Which happened probably like... And when they just, were like one years old, and like, oh, yeah. And then I love he just like see, and he pulls out, <laughs> yes! pulls out news clippings. <laughs> he travels, yes, he pulls He's out tra- news clippings of murders, <laughs> and he passes them out to everyone like flyers. <laughs> like he just he travels with these. He pulls it out of his brand new Eddie Bauer edition backpack. Yeah, but I don't understand why does he have those? It doesn't make it how sense. does that? How does? Oh, here's some flyers of murders, and my missing brother. Like, what? You need one in the back here. I got some for you too. Like, He's got a, like multiple. <laughs> Like, he probably went hiking with his girlfriend. So, that's a big stretch. Oh, my God. I need these fires of murders from 20 years ago. I need to warn people about the murders 20 years ago that have been publicized and obviously common knowledge. Maybe he doesn't know about the thing called the internet nowadays. He's just still in that old time where, look at this. I got these off the thing called microfilm. (laughs) 
fucking asshole. <laughs> this is 2018, so this would have happened in 98. Yeah. Someone's killed here in 98. I'd be like, so? (laughs) (laughs) And? (laughs) Can I have a margarita now? (laughs) Travis tells him uh, about the the resort employees that were murdered, but the murderers were never found. So now this is a resort? That's what I'm saying. That's why it's like. I mean, it's a big house. It's a big lodge, but it's not a fucking resort. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it the lodge? And then, like, this is the main lodge of, like, a bigger resort, but you don't know. You're right. When he says that, that kind of throws everything fucking off. Everything about this doesn't make sense. It's all weird. Uh, Tiffany goes into a scared instant girl mode. Like, I'm so scared. And like tries to like, like grab Travis's leg. Like, Pawing at his cock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's just like, yeah, whatever. Go away. <laughs> I got to find my brother. Get this uh, pussy out of here. <laughs> so Sophia and Mike, they go to check on Heather. They open the door to Heather's room. But since Heather's back uh, to them, they just assume she's passed out and asleep. They leave her alone. Travis gets ready to go back outside to look for his brother. But first, warns the group about all the weird shit that's going on out there. You know about you know he tells them about the net trap and all that. Uh, but at this point, it's Kyle so- the dick comes back. Yeah, Kyle was cool before, but all of a sudden he's like, "Fuck you, man." Well, this is the weird thing. He's like, "I'm leaving," and he's like, "Wait, I need to be a dick to you a little bit exactly. before you leave." Yeah, it's like you can't leave until I'm a dick to you. Exactly. He's, Why he's is like, this "I'm leaving. I'm gonna go." <clears throat> excuse me. I'm leaving. I'm gonna go find my brother. Hold on. <laughs> Don't you come back. He's like. I'm leaving, man. <laughs> yeah. And Kyle starts like laughing at him for like, you know, like, ah, oh, net traps and nets and murders and blah, blah, blah. He's just being a dick for no reason. Um, but And it, you want to like the guy. Yeah. Because he's like, let's party. Let's have fun. Hey, your brother's missing. Come in. We'll, we'll show him. And I'm like, okay, he's starting to become kind of, yeah, he did a dick thing breaking the phone. Like, because he was when he first returns, like, hey, you look like you need a drink. Right. Come and that's in. awesome. Yeah. Like, is he a dick or is he cool? Is he a dick or is he cool? <laughs> is he black or is he white? Is he black? <laughs> and I'm not saying one's worse than the well, other. I realized once I said that it sounded really bad. <laughs> well, we're sitting with Batman building. He's kind of like Two Face. You know? Yes. <laughs> he's, he's yes. He's very Two Face. Yeah. Uh, he's flipping coins in his head. I guess the trigger is going to be a dick or be going to be nice to people. Uh, at this point, we do hear thunder begin to roll in. So now we cut back to Mr. Walter's house. Uh, where the sheriff shows up to check on uh, Mr. Walters. They talk about the about the last big storm that rolled through the area and blah, blah, blah. So we're at Billy Baldwin's house. Yes. And, and we Richard were... Grieco's there. And this is the first time we, we, like, they break it down. We get to see Billy Baldwin's place. It's nice. That's nice. Yeah, it's a nice place. It is nice. But uh, uh, uh... And we learn that Walters, B- Billy Baldwin, had a wife who is now dead, I guess, at this point. Um, Walters offers uh, Sheriff White a drink for New Year's, but he declines since I guess he's a recovering alcoholic or something. He's a recovering addict of something. Something, Jeez. yeah. Dude, Richard Grieco looks like a skeleton. He does look like Dude, a skeleton. Dude, that jacket he's wearing just is hanging off of him. Skeletor, it looks more lively than this Rico oh does. <laughs> Dude, Richard Grieco. Like, okay, I watch Veronica Mars quite yeah. a bit. My wife likes it. And so, you know, you got to play a little bit of, you know, I'll watch your show, you'll watch mine. I watched some Veronica Mars. He plays a crackhead or a recovering addict in that, and he's, you know, fucking skinny and weird. I didn't remember seeing Veronica Mars when I was listening. And guess what? He fucking still looks skinny and weird, and <laughs> yeah. he's, like, real feeny, but he's the sheriff of the town. <laughs> yeah, Um. so, anyway, 
Sheriff White leaves, but not before Walters tells him to be safe because of uh, because they've all heard the stories. And again, I'm like, what fucking story? It's kind of like the last week's movie, where, or you know, like we're not in on the, the 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 goods. Yeah, it's like they're building up, and they keep talking about this last storm. Like, oh, they're building up this the last storm, like it was the fucking the coming apocalypse or something like that. Yeah, like oh, the last storm. It sounds like half the town died at the yeah, last storm. Exactly. You know, they're making it sound like. The last, how when, how often this place gets storms? Apparently, not every, like, maybe once every 20 years, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we go back to the lodge. Sophia gets a call from Walters, who still thinks they are all at the office, apparently, or something. And he warns them about the storm again. Uh, tells her that if they need anything, call him. And he doesn't want anything to happen to her. And then he says something kind of creepy. And exactly what I said in my notes. And then he gets creepy. He gets a little pervy creepy. Because he says it seems like only yesterday that she was delivering Girl Scout cookies to his house. And that he has watched her grow up from a little girl. What? Yeah. And he, like, that's and your boss? Of course, the way... It's Billy Baldwin saying it like this. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you from a little girl passing out Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> growing into a beautiful woman that you are today. I, I, I just don't want anything to happen to you. Yeah. And he, yeah, it's real weird, real weird. And he ended Dude. up saying, if there's any problems tonight, feel like, free to call Like, is that sexual me. harassment? Because even when I was saying it, I felt like I was harassing myself. <laughs> like, if you have any problems, feel free to call me. Call me. Any, I'll be up late. I'll be up late. I'll be up late. Yeah. <laughs> I love your voice right now, man. This is great. Butter is smooth. Isn't it? <laughs> I can't do this very long. It's, well, if Why I damage, if I damage my vocal cords again, Marshall, I'll, uh, I'll call. Could you, give you, you some need, phone you calls. Need to like an art, like a very white R and B album. Dude, while I have the bad pipes, I could use them for good. And otherwise, yeah. okay. Um, so after she gets the phone, Sophia starts to feel guilty about partying up at the lodge all of a sudden. Um, then Mike sees like a weird painting tacked to, above a door. Uh, it's clearly a piece of cloth painted in blood. It's yeah. clearly obvious what it is, it, but no one seems to pick up on that little obvious tidbit. There's like, Sophie's like, oh, that's a little disturbing. And then Mike's like, I think it's awesome. It's awesome, dude. But they just ignore it and walk away. It obviously wasn't there earlier. <laughs> it's like Marilyn Manson and Jackson Pollock got together and made this art. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> so we go back to Travis, who has now come upon Ranger Tasso's SUV. He finds a blood trail and then uses the radio and the SUV to call for help. Uh, Sheriff Wyatt responds, and Travis fills him in on everything he's found at the location. And Wyatt's like, you know what? Sit tight. I'm on my way. Blah. Done. Back to the lodge. Everyone's just sitting around. The party seems to be over. Kyle, Vanessa, they head off together. Richie continues to try to hit on Tiffany, but keeps getting shot down. Yeah, he ends it, up spilling vodka on her shirt, which chases her away even more. So. I kind of felt bad for this guy because I felt like I've been in this situation before. Like I was, I like to try and get girls back in high school, college days. You know, that oh, was yeah. something everyone likes to try and do. But every once in a while, I always came across this situation where there was this foxy fucking gal that I really had a hard for. And every time I tried, it was so desperate and smacked of clumsiness and buffoonery that she just would be like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and she would get with some fucking loser, in my opinion, of course. And I'd be like, what did I do wrong? And I, it, it's like seeing it from an outside stand. I'm like, oh, that's, <laughs> Ooh, that's what that I did me. wrong. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> Ooh, that's ugly. So uh, Kyle Vanessa purchased her tickets for the bone train and ride it all the way to Poundtown at this point. <laughs> um, 
they uh, we see Vanessa get butt naked, which I guess is too much for Kyle to handle because he is it's one very very short. Well, this sex this, scene. this becomes a pretty decent soft core scene. I was like, all right, it's decent, but it is short. Man. Well, Kyle's it's, got you know not, what not they a, give you exactly what you need. She gets on top. She you know she takes off her top. You see her slide off her panties. You don't yep. quite. It's classy enough. You don't get the bush shot, but you definitely know it's implied. And yeah. You see like a light on that side boob. She gets on top. You can see her ass. You know, the different poses, it's like, you get a little this, a little that, a little this, and we're done. <laughs> Thank you. Cigarette, please. Uh, so it's over. Vanessa goes to take a shower, but Richie's in the bathroom and refuses to let her in. Uh, so she goes to another bathroom, but Tiffany is in this one, also getting ready to take a shower. Uh, thanks to, you know, apparently she says, I'm taking a shower because I gave the guys lap dances and I got vodka spilled on me. Wait, what lap dance? Wait, where was that scene? Like, I want to see that. Why was that cut out of the movie? Like, what lap dance? No <laughs> shit. All we know is, like, clumsy McDick face. And who spilled was Spilled vodka on her tits. Like, I doubt it. Like, <sighs> I doubt it would have been Kyle because Kyle's with Vanessa. Vanessa would have, like, went loud. It certainly wasn't going to be Richie because she can't stand Richie. And then that leaves Mike, who probably wasn't him anymore after the thing was so fit. So who the fuck is she giving lap dances to? So, Marshall, this is where you have to buy the DVD to get the uh, deleted scenes. Yeah, I, I guess so. So if you want to see her doing a lap dance, I guess that's what you're going to have to do. So... Vanessa continues on in her search for an unoccupied bathroom. Uh, then she spots the blood painting on the wall above the door. Gross. Again, ignores it and just walks into the room. Just like, ew. Uh, now we get treated to the Tiffany shower scene, which is very pleasant, but still sadly too short in my opinion. Uh, but it, she is super hot. Looks how, great. how long do you need? I mean, really? It's a horror movie. Yeah, right. You're you get, right. But give, give me a little taste. That's all I need. I, I'd rather have more of... Uh, Tiffany Shower, no less of Billy Baldwin, Richard Rico trying to buddy it up. And to be perfectly honest, I'm kind of on the fence. <laughs> I'm like teetering either way. I want to see these washed up actors try and like outact each other, <laughs> or see some hot girl take a shower. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I can see naked tits anytime I want, but I, I don't know what's happening. My, my uh, two year old daughter is apparently coming down into the studio. I, there she is. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Livy. Hi. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. <laughs> I've been talking to the Sandman deep in my dreams. I really don't know why he's been bothering me. I never know which way the wind is gonna blow. I wake up in the sunrise thinking of you. I stumble out of bed wondering what did I do. I never know which way the wind is well, I guess I never face what I should have faced. I guess it's time to face the truth. I'm waiting for the sky.
All right, so, and we're so back. We have uh, oh, there's my microphone. Okay, there, there, you got a little teat of uh, that was a, a little taste of the Rick, Richard Grieco hit song "Waiting for the Sky." We to had fall. to take an intermission. We had to take an intermission because uh, you know Marshall's beautiful baby girl came down and was like, "Hey guys, wanted to <laughs> see what's going on," but. You know, we're talking about titties and shower scenes. And, you know, it's like, okay, not appropriate. Why don't you go back upstairs and play? Intermission, Richard Grieco. Richard Grieco. Thank you, Richard Grieco. <laughs> we appreciate it. So we you, hope you we hope you find your path someday. Yes. And I hope that's, <laughs> I hope that sky never falls on you, Dude, buddy. that's all, What the fuck is that? <laughs> what year did that come out in? Oh, God. I, oh, 19... 19- Ninety, I think. <laughs> I don't. It's ninety something. I think. Wow. Uh, I can't know, believe I've never heard of that. You know what? I'll look it up real quick. It uh, came out in. That's amazing. Oh, it's oh, come on iTunes. Give me the give me the date on this frigger. Oh, iTunes, you let me down on the Richard Grieco. Uh, released. Ooh. <laughs> okay, that's not right. So oh, that's well, 2011. That is not 2011. Material. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Very well, could have been. I don't know. Very well, you know what I'm gonna say? 2011. I don't think so because he. I think he he released an album in Germany in like the '90s or something like that. So I think that's what that was. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> there's your Greco taste. So anyway, after Tim back to the movie, Tiffany gets out of the shower. As soon as she does, she starts hearing sounds of doors opening and closing. So she starts snooping around as we see that she's being stalked by the Batman villain. We the cut to demonic so- Muppet Batman villain. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Sophia and Mike. They're having a heart to heart talk in the kitchen. He confesses his undying love for her. Uh, and now we go back to Kyle. Lots of back and forth here, guys. He's getting dressed in the bedroom. He sees someone with a flashlight outside outside coming towards the lodge. So he thinks it's uh, Eddie Draft, Bauer, yeah. Winter Soldier, yeah. or EBWS. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, who is now back in bed, how that happened, I don't know, because we just saw her go into a different room in a row. But she's trying to honey dick him back into bed. Like, baby, yeah. don't worry about it. Let's go for round she's two. Like, just leave the guy alone. He's not doing yeah. anything. Yeah. It, 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 you know, but, but Kyle's like, fuck that. He leaves. He leaves. This is the right yeah, to you. He yeah. leaves. He's like, oh, I can get laid again? Nope. I'd rather commit fucking assault and possibly murder because I'm going to beat him to death with a baseball bat. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> Instead of uh, get some pretty prime piece of ass. Yeah. On his way out, he does. He grabs a bag. And, but this time, a bored Tiffany's like, and Tiffany's, hey, can I come with you? I got nothing else to do. Dicking around on her phone. <laughs> and he's walking out with a baseball bat. And she's like, can I come along? He's like, yeah, sure. sure why not? <laughs> you can call the paramedics after I beat him to death. Exactly. That's exactly what he says. What an call asshole. Call the paramedics. It's like, um. <laughs> I, I want to like him. I want to like him. But he keeps saying he's just fucking asshole. He keeps digging that grave. Yeah, yeah he know. just becomes less and less redeeming. Um. So out, yeah. So the two of them, they off they go. They end up wandering so far from the lodge that they clear, they can't even see it anymore. Because Simi says, "I can't see lodge. I don't know where we're at." Dude, how far? Are they? I mean, it's like, something they can see from their window. Something flashing a flashlight. Yeah, when we see out the window, he's like maybe fifty yards outside the window at best. At best, maybe best. that's that's being, being generous. generous. Yeah, and now, and, they- <laughs> and all of a sudden they walk out, and I gotta say, the atmosphere they created was really cool. You know, it's very dark, yeah. poorly lit, but it was like a lit, it was lit very well. There's like fog and the mist and, you know, it's, it's classic creepy. Yes. Yes, it is. But they wandered so far, so they far. couldn't even see the gigantic lodge that it has came lights from, on, by the way. Which is, it's massive. Which it's sticking big, out like a sore thumb and yeah. not with the lights and on. And it's, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, they come to like a small stone house or it's like a or sweat lodge or something. Yeah, it's like it's a, like a one bedroom. It's like some like 
the pioneers were living on. It, it's like one room. It has everything. It's like a bedroom, a kitchen, all in one one room. Perhaps an adobe. I don't know. It's made of stone. I like I like that word adobe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the house is it's old, it's dirty, but show but it does show signs of recently being lived in. Uh, Tiffany wants to leave, but Kyle refuses. He wants to look around. Now he more. wants to break and enter. Yeah. Uh, he finds the a hiking backpack, which he thinks belongs to Travis. Uh, Kyle starts rummaging through the backpack. Tiffany's like, I can't take this anymore. I'll wait for you outside. She, so she leaves. On her way out, she accidentally drops and un- unknowingly drops her cell phone. Uh, once outside, she realizes, oh, my phone's missing. So she turns around to go back in to find it. And when she turns around, she's face to face with the female killer. Now, this chick... She too looks like she's from a possibly a Mortal Kombat. Now game. we finally see her. Because she's like could be like Katana's goth cousin, or Melina's, or you know, or yeah. Bane's younger sister from Dark Knight Returns. I couldn't decide. I'm like, is this uh, Bane, like Lady Bane? Yeah, Lady Bane. Well, Lady Bane was my idea, but I also got a Mortal Kombat feel. I'm like, yeah, it's a huh. mixture. Of, it's like a mixture of Batman villains and Mortal Kombat. It's like that's what their inspiration was for these. Uh, yeah, which is kind of awesome. I kind of like it. Yeah, I, 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 th- I, will, I will say I, the uh, final layer. Her name's Calypso, but I, I know. <laughs> which sounds. I was hoping for you to like wait on that one. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Okay. But, I, but all right, when I heard the name when I was watching the movie, I was like, yes, yes. failed Mortal Kombat character. Yes. She was like the B Squad Mortal Kombat character. Well, I'm just saying, it's really like Mortal Kombat, and also sounds like something from a yeah. comic book. Katana, Melina, Jade, Calypso. <laughs> it's perfect. It is. It's perfect. Oh, Calypso was. Wait, which one was Cal- no Calypso? There wasn't. There, was there wasn't a Calypso. I'm, that's thinking, what I'm, I'm saying right. I was she thinking, fits in so well. Right, she does. Like, I was thinking for some reason. I think it's Sindel for some stupid reason. I don't <laughs> oh, know why. There was. There was uh, Sindel with the long hair. Yeah, but but she, yeah, she wasn't the ninja like Katana. No, she was the J-O. long gray hair who did the scream, yeah, and yeah. I always whipped everybody's ass with it, and people would yeah. be like, "That's cheating." I'm like, oh, "I can do it with a controller. It's not cheating." <laughs> that's a different story. That's a different story. But yes, it's she definitely they they took the inspiration from like Batman comics and, and Mortal Kombat video games. But I will say she looks good. She's the by far the best looking character in this whole movie. She's awesome looking. Like looking as in cool looking, like her outfit. Yeah, like she yeah. looks. She's the best look. She's yeah. Her, awesome her outfit looking. looks very quality. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, uh, we now we jump back to Kyle who hears a sound from outside. Calls out for Tiffany. Gets no answer. So he goes outside to find her, but she's gone. So we cut to Sheriff White and Travis. They're in the sheriff's SUV now. White attempts to call in for backup, but he gets no response. Back to... Uh, we, no, it's not back to... Now we cut to those the same two, White and Travis, sneaking around some building. Now, I'm not sure if it's the lodge or if it's a small stone house or even a completely different building. We really don't fucking know. It's just they're sneaking around somewhere. Uh, regardless, they find themselves outside an entrance... That leads down into our cellar, like one of those old outdoor cellar, like tornado shelter doors or something like that. So, uh, I know, I'm sorry, I imagine I'm probably confusing the listeners too. I just keep referring to the sheriff as Richard Grieco. I just, I, like, I I'm get it, but think, I'm, I'm, reading, I'm, friend, I'm reading my notes, and yeah. like, that's why I wrote my notes was Wyatt, not Grieco. But, uh, so, of course, they 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 uh, they descend. They go downstairs into the basement. And they go downstairs into the basement. It's the it's the lair where but if, before they get yeah, it's, it turns out that it leads into the murder room. But it's weird. Like they go down this basement and like the hallways are lined like that material that they they, they made it like shipping containers out of. It's like that wavy metal. You know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like, like what sheet metal. Sheet metal. Yeah, it's like really weird. 
And then, yeah, they come to a door and... Uh, it feels very much like homemade haunted house set. It does. Yeah, so you know... It's a, Especially a pro- when you, they go into the murder room and the, the props are clearly the fake heads, the rubber heads and feet you get at props. prop So you know store. this is like a production crew that have got a lot of experience building and taking down haunted houses, I bet you. Anything. <laughs> Probably. Um, We're going to make this look fucking choice. It's going to scare the shit out of eight-year-olds. They're like, perfect, yeah. go. So um, <laughs> in the room, they also find Gimbal, who Wyatt thought was dead... And we get some backstory exposition yeah, so from Gimple. Uh, but at this point, I'm just, instead of us trying to explain it, I have an audio clip of this, so I'm just going to play it and let you kind of try to figure you know. Like, you guys are trying to figure it out. Yeah, you can. Yeah, good So luck. this is Richard Grieco and Bill Mosley. Yes. Gimple. In the flesh. I thought you were dead. I might as well be. What is going on here? And where's Tasso? He's red. Where's my brother? Hey, it's not my fault, it's his. Gimbal, what have you done, man? It's time to take responsibility, Wyatt. Justice is calling. What you and Tasso and your friends did to us, me and my brother and sister, that wasn't no prank, that was sickening. We were just kids. Well, there's more than one of us. Angus and Calypso are still alive. And we're going to set straight. Where's my brother, you freak? <laughs> so, so that, yeah, that's Rico and, and Bill Mosley talking I about... I fucking love that scene <laughs> after hearing it again. Because without seeing them and just hearing them, Richard Grieger's like, I'm going to act circles around Bill Mosley, <laughs> an iconic horror, <laughs> horror actor who has done great work. And Bill Moses was like, fuck it, I'm getting a paycheck. I'm just going to talk my lines. <laughs> yeah, Bill Moses has like no, like, he's like, you try. This is the majority of his lines right yeah. here through the that, whole that movie. That is like all his lines. This is basically all of his lines right yeah. here. And you can tell he's just, he read the script maybe two or three times. And that's being generous. And Richard Grieco, man, he is in it to win it. He is going all in, serious and gruff. Yeah, I, but the other thing is like, the... We, we don't, don't, we know, we'll find, I know the movie's not over yet, we find out more later, but at this point it's like, what the fuck are they talking about? Angus and Calypso are still alive. Yeah. We were just kids. Uh, what? What? Like, yeah. you're 54 years old, Richard Grieco is an old, old man. Like, yeah. he looks every bit of 50, at least, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So like, it's it's really strange and weird, but that's, but exactly, that's basically all Bill Moses' lines throughout the entire movie. Uh, at that point, uh, Batman villain, Burst into the room. Uh, he's just like, this is where we finally learn his name is Angus. So, uh, Gimbal sucker punches Wyatt as Angus tackles Travis. Gimbal mounts Wyatt, attempting to strangle him. While Travis and Angus continue to fight. And I will say, this fight between them is pretty solid. I gotta say, the fight scene in this movie, they're good. They're good. They're really good. They do a good use of slow motion. Like they do moments, the like, like like the pro- yeah. like it's like there's a moment where he's like jumping through the air and he's and then they slow it down at the right time and then it speeds up. It like looks good. Yeah, it looks like almost like we're sort of like a Marvel fight scene would or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. They or do- you know, it kind of reminded me a little bit, and this is very obscure. Maybe some of our listeners don't know about it. It was a Thai martial artist who's very popular, uh, Tony Ja, and uh, he's got his big move is on Bach. Now, some people might know about it, but a lot of use of elbows and knees. And, like, a lot of speeding down. It was very own Bach, in a way. All right. Um, oh, I, I 
think I actually have heard on Bach. Tony no, Jones. I'm seeing like the word in my mm-hmm. head on the, but uh, I haven't seen it. But yeah, it, the, I, that's one thing this movie does. The fight scenes are really good. It, it looks good. Yeah. I will give it that. Uh, but uh, uh, so it, the fight's back and forth. They go back. Travis holds his own against the much larger Angus, but Angus does get the upper hand and also starts to strangle Travis as well. But Travis is able to turn the tides by hitting Angus over the head with a fake candle. <laughs> This room is lit with candles, but they're the fucking fake ones that you put a battery and flip a switch. And it's, it's you're right, you're right. Oh there's god, like, I want to talk like hundreds about this. Of those I'm in this so room. glad you're talking about that because I'm like, this is a journey to Bed Bath and Beyond, right there. You get that 20 percent off coupon, you're like, oh, I'm gonna stock up on these fake candles. And, Dude, <laughs> and they bought, they would, they, they, the whole all the process movie they got from a fucking strip mall. They went yes. to a Johnny Brock's or a Spirit Halloween, which was right next door to a Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Just stocked up. <laughs> Dude, those candles, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. Think about the time. It's like, turn this one, turn this one. Oh, this one's batteries in. Shit, put that in the back. Okay. <laughs> no, they're not just in the murder room. They, we saw these same fucking guys in Mr. Walter's house, too. Like, they, we're getting, they got their money's worth all these candles. They like ham on fake candles. <laughs> so, yeah, Travis hits him over there with a fake candle. Gets, he gets the upper hand. Knocks him silly. Um, Wyatt is able to get his hand on his, on his gun, and he shoots Gimbal in the chest. So, Travis runs out of the room and back outside. Angus grabs his femur axes and chases after him. So, they're outside now. Yeah, out, yeah they're outside they're, they're, now. They're fighting in the murder room. Once Richard Grieco shoots Bill Mosley, yeah. Travis, Travis runs off and Angus is in hot pursuit. Yes. Uh, they're, they're outside. Uh, now, outside, Travis is able to tackle Angus to the ground. Uh, fucking spears him. Spears, and proceeds to lay at the smacketh downeth on he Angus. punching. In the middle, punching. Punch, punch, punch. Where's my brother? Yeah. Punch, punch, punch. Where's my brother? <laughs> Apparently, he's not satisfied through punching. What's the better way to get information, Marshall? Maybe it's grab a fucking stone, <laughs> a giant <Yeah>. rock. <laughs> this thing's got to be at least minimum 30 pounds. He yeah, lifts up this giant rock. Smashes his face. Where's my brother? Smashes his face. Where's my brother? Smashes. I'm like, okay, you fuck. He's dead. He can't tell you where his brother is now, you dumbass. Dude, he's smash. He's smashing his face with this giant. His face head would be mush. Mush. It would be mush. What is that mask made out of? A motorcycle helmet? Vibranium. Since we're going Winter Soldier, why not? Vibranium. Don't you know, Winter Soldier? You can't break a vibranium mask. Uh, so, thinking Angus is dead, Travis gets up, drags Angus over to a large, like a ledge, and it kicks his body kicks down, down this steep huge hill. hill. Yeah. And yeah, rightfully so. He yeah. smashed his face in with a brick, like a giant stone, three fucking times. Travis returns to the murder room looking for Wyatt, uh, but this time the door is locked. But, but it's really it's so it's so anticlimactic. It's like why even bother having the door locked? And because he's like, oh, it's locked. All right, let me let me kick it down. Yeah, it's like, I was like, Richard Grieco's on the other side. He's like, it's locked. I'm locked in. Oh, is there a handle? I don't see a handle. Oh boy, how are we gonna figure this out? I'll kick it down. Okay. Well, bam, bam. And well, there it went. Well, like, shit. That was such a waste of time. It's a it was a lot of time. It was such a waste. So anticlimactic. It's like. She's like here, Greek on the other side, going, "Oh my God, help me, help me get out!" Yeah. Of or like, <laughs> I'm gonna be trapped in here the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you won't see me again. <laughs> nope, just kick it right open. <laughs> we had, we had a SAG issue, <laughs> a Screen Actors Guild issue. Yeah. Wyatt and Travis. Uh, Wyatt tells Travis that Gibble's dead. 
Travis tells Wyatt that Angus has also been handled. He's been handled. handled. The sheriff then tells Travis that there's still one more out there. Then sends Travis to the lodge to get the kids out of there while he goes to try to call for backup again. So that's the plan. We go back to Sophia and Mike who have finished their heart-to-heart talk. Thunder's still crashing and rolling outside. And seriously, it's been like 20 minutes. Like, like, there's still, still no, no fucking storm. storm. We mentioned this, this mega storm that everybody's so scared. All they talk about the storm, the storm, the storm, the storm, the storm. Never fucking come. We never see the fucking I mean, storm. There's no rain. There's no snow. No falling. So there's not even a heavy wind. I mean, fuck. There's not even a gentle breeze outside. <laughs> there is nothing. And they're like, oh my god, the apocalypse is here. So except for the town over, they got snowed in. Yeah, <laughs> what town over? Uh, the lights go out in the lodge. Sophie tells Mike, oh, there's a generator out in the shed. How the fuck does she know that? They haven't been to the shed. She doesn't know. Huh? The only thing I got is that she's been, I guess she's been to the lodge before because she's like, I got the keys to the lodge. Maybe she knows they have a generator. So I, I was like, okay, that's fine. May, okay, maybe this, is, maybe this theory. Okay. The office they work at maybe is like the business office or like an, an office for the lodge so maybe they technically all work for the lodge but she just works off site maybe and but it's weird it's like still how would she know that it's like oh there's one in the shed so um sophie and mike they leave to go get a drunk richie comes out of the bathroom looking like fucking santa claus with a full shaving he's gonna he's beard. gonna shave his beard because apparently tiffany doesn't like beard yes tiffany and he's like trying beard. desperately to get into that puss yes he so is. he's gonna shave his beard I gotta respect the effort. <laughs> I respect the game. That guy just will not stop. Well, I, it's not game, but I respect the effort. He's gonna, persistence. He's not gonna so much break her down with persistence. <laughs> break her down. Wear her down. Uh, he's calling out for anyone and everyone, complaining that the power's out. Hearing him, Vanessa gets up, throws on a robe, meets Richie in the hallway. Vanessa gives him uh, a candle, another one, a fake candle again. So I got a fake candle for you. It's like, yes, I'll take it. Thank you. Because those give off so much light to shave by. <clears throat> Uh, we go back to Sophia and Mike, who uh, uh, who shout out, you know, that they're going to go look for the, the Jenny, the generator. And uh, Vanessa's like, hey, I'll go with you guys, too. So she goes. The three of them, they reach the shed. Mike immediately starts working on the Jenny because they find it real easily. It's right there. Meanwhile, Richie is back in the bathroom, sees Angus standing behind him. Richie turns to face Angus, who he thinks is Mike in a costume. He's... What? He's wasted. He's I drunk. I think you're wasted, but I... I'm, I'm, I don't hate it. It's not... I do. Because it's not even Halloween time. If it was Halloween time, it would make more sense. But why would you even think anybody would have a costume? I don't hate it. Plus the fact that Mike is nowhere near as big as this guy is. There was a problem. But it's just, he's drunk. He's hammered. The guy can barely stand. I've never been... I've been... You see me in my drunk... I've never been so drunk like, oh, that's my best friend in a costume, not... Like, I, it, does, it makes no sense to me. I, I hate that shit. I didn't mind it. Because um, I thought anyway, the actor actually did pretty well playing it off as like... I'm not arguing hammer. the acting. I'm not talking about the, the acting. I'm just talking about the general theory, the general He did premise. well with what he had, and I thought he was... I, it was, I was okay with it. Whatever. Fine. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Damn. You. We're no, no longer friends. <laughs> yeah, we're no... Fuck you. Uh, so once he realizes that it's not Mike, Richie drunkenly punches Angus, which does absolutely nothing. Uh, Angus quickly and easily kills Richie with one of his femur hip pelvic bone axes because it's really cool. It's like a, it's all one. It's like a, the femur bone, and then you see like the, ball, the ball of the hip, but then it's like the sharpened blade of the axe is like the pelvic bone. Yeah, it, it, and it works. It's really cool. It looks it's cool. It's a great looking yeah. weapon. Um, in the shed, Mike gets the Jenny working, and the lights come on. 
Kyle comes bursting and asking if they see, if they've seen Tiffany. They all end up back in the lodge, but then Sophie and Mike immediately go back to the shed to check on the gas gauge of the gen. Because the, the the lights are flickering, the generator's like on the fritz. Yeah. So it's not working. So they're like, oh shit, we gotta go check the generator. Uh, so Vanessa and Kyle, they said they had to have a drink. Um, and Kyle's like, uh, like, hey, you know, I need to go do this or I need to go find, crap, or do something. And Vanessa's like. There's nothing you can really do since Sophia and Mike are taking care of the Jenny and they went to go look for Tiffany. So why not take another ride on the bone train, this time to Fuxville? So this will be the third attempt anyway. Yeah. But there's one successful, one successful, second one was uh, an attempt, third one. I'm missing one. Oh, wait, never mind. I miss, I think it's one, I don't know. But as soon as they start kissing, they hear sounds coming from outside. Still thinking it's Travis. Kyle gets pissed off, goes to the window to look. And, but Vanessa's like, come on, just enough with this guy. Just get back in bed. Yeah. And Kyle's like, fuck it. I know, I know. Yeah. So asshole Kyle is being full blown here. The door gets, bedroom door gets kicked open and stand there is Angus. With like, surrounded mist, by fog. Fog and like, mist. What the fuck did the fog come from? And they're looking fucking scary. It's great. It's a great visual, but like, he's, why is there a hallway filled with fog all of a sudden? <laughs> like, it's like, zero sense. <laughs> zero sense. I'll take it. <laughs> Like, he said I had to do a double take. I thought this was like uh, like a, a like one of the uh, like a cheap motel room, like the door. There's a door that he's directly to the outside. Yeah. Because I, I rewinded like boom, he kicks. Oh, he's outside now. Like, nope, he's nope. in the hall. That's the same. He's in the hall. Why is there fog in the building? Dude, he's like, thank God they turned the generator on. Now I can set up my fog machine, yes. little lighting. When I kick this down, they're gonna be fucking terrified. He has style. He has. He does. He does it with the panache. He's got panache, pizzazz. The it factor. He's a showman. He's a showman of a killer. Because guess what kind of weapon he's carrying. Yeah, because now instead of the bone axes, this time he's armed with a fucking giant spiked flail that's like easily eight feet long. It's made from vertebrae, a human skull, that has like giant spikes through it. It's like a long backbone and there's a spiked skull attached. It's fucking cool looking. Awesome. It is, I will say it's super awesome. I was like, fuck, but yes. It's so big. It's, it's, it's like the, the flail version of like Pyramid Head Sword from Silent Hill. It's so massive. Like, how would you even be able to use that thing? Well, he fucking does it with style. Yeah, he whips the, the flail at, uh, at, at Kyle. Spike, the spikes impale Kyle into the side of the head. Whack him in the side of the and head. And so the skull and it's like stuck into him. He goes flying down. Angus rinks it back, which rips the spikes go out of Kyle's head, and Kyle goes flying to the floor. Um, Kyle, uh, he yells for Vanessa to he run. Lift, he lifts his head and turns. He's like, run, baby, run. And his face is Fuck. And there's blood coming out. The makeup out. effect here is pretty yeah. good. This now, is, the, the blood effects on this make sense because it's gushy blood, and that makes perfect sense. It looks great. This is like the one of my favorite like, yeah. visuals here. I'm like, fuck yes. And so, and Vanessa, she takes off running. Angus, like, kind of lets her go. Because he he's like, fuck yeah. And yeah, he, he goes, whap, whap, whap. Yeah, he beats the shit out of Kyle with this mate. Like, this flail does He whips him to death with this thing. With this spike skull, bone, vertebrae. vertebrae. Yeah, it's pretty it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, we see Sophia and Mike exit the shed and go right back to Vanessa, who for some reason is now lying on the floor in a hallway. Like, it makes no sense. So we go to Mike and Sophia and Mike, they leave the shed, cut right back to Vanessa, who is now, who ran out of the bedroom, but now is just lying on the floor in the hallway. Like, we never see her trip. We never see anything. She just, we cut to her, she's on the floor. It was so weird. Like, why is she on the floor? It doesn't, I don't get it. Um, 
She gets up on her hands and knees, and that's when Angus exits the bedroom behind her. She scrambles into a corner. And then Calypso, the chick your head, pops up from nowhere and is now kneeling down in front of Vanessa. So she just came out from fucking nowhere and just calmly kneeling in front of her, giving Vanessa the like finger gesture, patting her on the side of the face. Angus continues to slowly make his way towards uh, towards them, dragging the flail behind him. And then in a blink of an eye, Calypso just slits Vanessa's throat like this wicked-looking knife that she has. So, yeah, it's like... Angus is coming up with this big fucking Morningstar flail type of yeah. fucking spike skull evil weapon. Calypso sees like, oh shit, no, this is mine. I got to do it. Beat you to it. Uh, so, uh, where were we? Oh, we, we go back to Mike and Sophia. They're back from the shed. The two of them uh, heard Vanessa scream, so Mike arms himself with. They're, they're still in the shed. I'm sure they're in the shed. They hear Vanessa scream. He arms himself with a machete, and the two of them race back to the lodge. Which, for some reason, like I said, now the entire lodge is filled with fog. Not just the yeah. but the entire lodge is fog filled. Not the outside. Nope, just the inside. No, no fog outside the building whatsoever. But inside the building, you can barely see. Maybe it's fog. Maybe this is part of the storm. This is a hell of a storm. <laughs> Everyone hunker down. It's just storms gonna just put fog in your house. That's and that's it's like a reverse. Like get outside of the building. Yeah. Like, storms count up. We gotta get out of the house. <laughs> storms only have an inside, inside home house. in this place. What weird is it's gonna ruin your furniture? <laughs> <laughs> gotta get the plastic sheeting out. Get your pets outside. <laughs> your cats are gonna be pissed. <laughs> so uh, the two of them turn down a hallway. And find the bloody bodies of Richie, Vanessa, and Kyle hanging from nooses in the middle of the hallway. Yeah. Shoulder to shoulder. So, uh, after killing these Again, another very haunted house-like thing. Like, some of you would walk into a room in a haunted house and there's just bodies hanging from body. <laughs> Guys, don't miss any cliche. No. They really don't. It's like, we got to get these bodies up now, guys. They're going to come in soon. Go, go, go. No. Calypso, get on your horse. Get that bitch strung up. Angus, get going. Let's go. And I swear, as soon as when Mike and Sophia open the door, there's probably somebody on the intercom going, fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it comes Calypso, causing Mike and Sophia to run into Heather's bedroom. Inside, they find Travis standing over Heather's dead body. Thinking that Travis killed Heather, which is fucking retarded, considering you just saw a fucking little Bane, Lady Bane, with knives coming at you. Uh, Mike attacks Travis. Now, Travis defends himself and he tr while trying to explain what happened. And Travis is in there going, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. And yeah. I can maybe understand a little confusion and attacking once, and he, he throws him down. He doesn't hurt him. He goes, whoa, stop, buddy, stop. Yeah. But he doesn't stop. No. You think after the one time he bests you like, and easily, like, easily bests you Very and then easily. throws you down and goes, "Let's, let's I don't want to. I don't want to fight." Wouldn't you go? Oh, okay, I get it. Because I don't want to get my. I just, I'm obviously gonna get my ass kicked. I just could have gotten turned into putty. Yeah, you just threw me down. Thanks. So, what are we doing, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> but again, that's a great point. The fact that they just saw the crazy goth girl, the mask, the Mortal Kombat characters coming at them. Yeah, like. But and you think Travis is the one who killed Heather? Um, so the door gets kicked open. In comes Angus, who shoots Travis in the chest with an arrow from his spinal cord. Dude, he kicks down the door, and fucking Winter Soldier runs at him like a boss. He's like, dump, dump, dump. And then, wha-bam, gets hit in the chest with that arrow. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Travis hits the ground, seemingly dead. 
Mike gets up from being tossed to the floor by Travis earlier. But as soon as he's about to get to his feet, because he's kind of like on his hands and knees, he's about to stand up. Calypso comes leaping in from off screen and hits Mike like this flying Superman-like punch, sending him right back to the floor. Uh, it's pretty again, awesome. It looked great. It looked awesome. Like I don't know if she jumped off the bed or over the bed, but it, it just it looked great. It looked good. <laughs> Sophia and Mike guy's such a bitch. He is <laughs> such a little bitch. Like everyone just beating the shit out. Of him. <laughs> Sophia grabs the machete from the floor and flees the room. She's like, "Oh, fuck you, Mike. You know I love you forever. I'm out of here." <laughs> Uh, she goes to the next. She just goes to the next bedroom over. She doesn't run very far, uh, and she tries to hide in the closet. Now, just like the classic scene in Halloween, Angus starts breaking through the closet door, but Sophia is able to scamper away and out of the room. She makes it back out to the hallway, but slips on the massive pool of blood that's dangling underneath the three bodies hanging there. She falls to the floor. Angus shows up, picks her up, grabs her by the neck, and lifts her high above his head like he's, he's going to strangle her or do something. She screams. Blackout. Cut to Sophia tied up in a chair and gagged in the in the, the small stone house that Kyle and Tiffany found earlier. The Adobe. The Adobe. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Angus enters, uh, looks at her for a moment, and then just goes fucking crazy. He just makes making. He's breaking furniture. He's throwing shit around. He's grunting. He smashes it like. What? Like she's not scared enough. Hold on. Her smash. It makes no sense. He's not, to, like, he's not saying anything. He gets into her face and goes... It's like they do a first-person shot of his yeah. face. And he's just going... <laughs> it's so it's weird. weird. I can think of like, the entire movie. He's like this... Like he's a strong, stoic. silent, stoic killer. Like no, But now he's just losing his Throwing shit. a fit. Yeah, like this is something I would expect like, like uh, uh, Bill Moseley's Gimple to do. Like he's the one like rip pulling his own teeth like doing crazy shit. Like, he's not, it's like she's she's scared, but he's like, what? She needs to be more scared. Break stuff. Ah, boom. But it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so, it's so weird. weird. Um, so uh, he then grabs a chair that she's sitting in and drags. Uh, that she started doing, and drags her into the murder room now. So again, I don't know how the fuck these buildings are connected. So uh, apparently, this is the same place. Apparently, but if you look at, is there a secret basement? Yeah, or but like when when Travis and, and Rico find them, or they find like a cell door, they go downstairs through a hallway, and then they find it. Here, they're in that little stone room. It's obviously above ground, and it's a one room building. And now all of a sudden he's dragging her. Like, did he drag her out of the building all the way to fucking who knows where to the room? Like, the space of it's so confusing. What how this layout of this place is supposed to be? Lots of continuity issues. Yeah. Anyway, she's in the murder room. He grunts and mumbles at her some more. Then he leaves. On his way out, he runs into a mystery person, and we see the mystery person like walking towards Angus, and Angus is backing away from this person and back into the murder room. And the camera pans up to reveal Mr. Walters. William Baldwin. Billy Baldwin's Billy, back. Billy Baldwin's back. Uh, Baldwin enters the room holding a small brown paper bag and says to Angus, Happy New Year, son. I got you something special, your favorite chocolate chip muffin. Walters or Baldwin pulls out a piece of muffin. Angus gets quiet, and he's so happy. He's like, Ooh. yeah. He holds up this piece of muffin to Angus, and then he just eats it himself. <laughs> he's like, oh, 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 what a dick move, Billy Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, Walters turns to Sophia, tells her that uh, you know he'll take the gag off if you promise not to scream. And she's like, uh-huh. Angus removes the gag. 
Walter gives him Angus the brown paper bag of muffins, tells him to go get the others. Angus leaves, digging into the, you know, chopping at the muffins or digging at them. Uh, Sophia begs Walters to tell her why, like what's going on, why are you doing this? And he's like, hold that thought, you know, don't, hold on that. Now we cut back to Travis, who seemed, you know, he still thought he was down the floor, uh, the bedroom lounge, but he suddenly inhales deeply, sits up, and he struggles in pain to get to his feet. He's tough. Yeah, arrow still sticking out of his chest, and he limps out of the bedroom. He's a fucking hoss. We go back to the murder room. Angus comes back carrying Tiffany over his shoulder. He drops Tiffany who is also gagged on the floor near Sophia next to an also gagged Emily, who we haven't seen since the opening minutes of the movie. And when I see this, I'm like, okay, this guy's got a blonde fetish. Because they kept Sophia, they kept Emily, they kept Tiffany. All the girls with brunette or different hair, red hair, like the red hair. cars are blonde. Yeah, it's got to be blonde or dead. Blonde or dead. My kind of guy. <laughs> um, so we go back to Travis now, who is now in the shed, performing like some Rambo-level shit first aid on Dude, himself. Dude, yes. I was just like, yes. Like, he's just Ramboing himself back together. Dude, he is the Winter Soldier. He's Eddie Bauer Winter Soldier. I'm telling you. He pulled- I, I just like, Travis is a fun character, man. He, and, and, and Johnny Nitro, not Nitro, Mercury here, Johnny Mundo, or John Morrison, uh, whatever you want to call him. He does a... a, a, a I think he did a, a fine job. He was believe he's fine. I had no issues with him. You know, he's not great actor, but you don't need. It's a horror movie, so I'm not looking. For, so he know. was Johnny Nitro. No, he was Mercury in Eminem. Oh, Mercury, yeah, yeah. Nitro was his. Partner. I liked Mercury. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the one who did like all the crazy like corkscrew yeah. dives and all this. He was actually on a, uh, one of the early seasons of Tough Enough, but got cut. He never made the cut. Like he didn't even get past the auditions because at that time they were still all looking for like the big jacked up guys. And uh, so he's like, fine, whatever. I'll go on and do my seventy. Found he came back in and they didn't and they found him but because he was of his ability but anyway that's some little <laughs> a little a little wrestling knowledge there for yeah. you um, anyway so uh, where was I oh yeah Ramble first aid shit uh, he also finds a shotgun which he takes with him when he when he leaves so it's so funny remember when uh, Nick ran back for you know fighting supplies and the well I forget his fucking name the skinny bitch who always gets beat up is it Nick Mike Mike thank you. Runs back. He's like, "There's a machete. We'll do." If he just looked over, be like, yeah, "Oh, it's a, a fucking shotgun." shotgun. Yeah, this could have, this movie would have been a lot shorter. Yeah, Travis, Travis would probably be dead. Yeah. He would just shot Travis already. Um, so uh, we cut back to Mike, who wakes up in the murder room, strung up at, at the wrist. Uh, Calypso is next to him, taunting with a knife. Like sexually, yeah, yeah, like sexually taunting, but yeah. slash like as, I could kill you at any moment or suck your dick. You don't know. Wow. Yeah. As uh, Angus unties Sophia. Um, or unties her hands anyway. She's so tied at the her feet are so tied to the legs of the chair. Uh, Walters introduces Tiffany and Sophia to Emily and tells them he was feeling in a festive mood and gave her fiance the keys to the property, meaning Charlie, Emily's fiance, and that he's dead now. Walters then hands Sophia a glass uh, or or crystal decanter filled with whiskey, which he's like, here, hold this. He then sits down, pulls out an hourglass, and tells the three girls that this is a 15-minute hourglass, which is how long this conversation will last, and it's precisely how much time Sophia has to finish that entire bottle of whiskey. What? Yeah. What? 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 And he goes, and remember, ladies, it's minutes to midnight. Night. <laughs> oh, he said the name of the movie. He kind of dropped the name of the movie in here. Yeah, drop so, it. wait a minute. You have 15 minutes to chug this bottle of whiskey. whiskey. 
Or else someone dies. Well, we didn't get to that well, part. Well, fuck, but yeah. let's go. Uh, let's just cut to the chase, up, baby. Yeah. So if he is banging through chairs, like, there's no way I can do that. I, I'll die if I do that. And while, while Billy Barr basically says, or that if she does it, yeah, it's not your guy. One of them will die. Dude, you this, can save their lives. This is like frat boy torture. Yeah. <laughs> chug, 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 or else she dies. Go, go, go. Everybody's so hilarious. It is rap. That's like frat boy torture. It's just like. Some frat boy's like, oh yeah, she's got a drink, like drink. a motherfucker. Drink, <laughs> motherfucker, drink, <laughs> motherfucker. She's got a chug, or else somebody dies. Fuck yeah, bro. All right. That's why you just pull like a beer bong. Every beer bong just. You have to do a minute keg stand, <laughs> or they die. Uh, you gotta hammer these jello shots, <laughs> or you die. <laughs> you gotta do ten kamikazes, or you die. <laughs> I can keep going. <laughs> Bro. Uh, and with that, yeah, she's got to chug this whiskey or, or in 15 minutes. 15 minutes. And she's a small lady, so yeah. I, I get it. it uh, me, I'd be like, got it. Don't worry, ladies. You'll be fine. <laughs> I thought I was about to die when I drank that bottle of triple sec that one night. And that was way over a course of 15 minutes. <laughs> but still. <laughs> but I'm like, and I was a bigger guy. I'm like, yeah, that probably would kill you. You've been conditioning your body. I've been conditioning. I should rephrase this. I've been conditioning my body with alcohol for years. Yeah. This, I'd be like, all right, I'm probably going to get sick. But ladies, we're going home. <laughs> we're going home. Give me a minute. <laughs> 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 well, that's now. Yeah. I mean, just, remember, these kids are like in their early 20s. That's true. That's um, true. So I'm a, I'm a haggard old man now. There's one guy I knew, a three brother of mine, I didn't know who could literally do this challenge and be fine. I would seriously watch him drink an entire bottle of Jack Daniels by himself. And I'm like, holy fuck. Again, the guy was 6'3 and like 330 pounds. He was an offensive lineman on the football team. Massive, one of the strongest men I've ever met. Uh, but awesome guy. Um, so anyway, uh, trembling in fear, Sophia begins to drink, but she's having trouble. She's coughing between every swig. Uh, so Walters now goes into his villainous monologue to explain why he does what he does. And, and instead of saying chug, 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 he's like, let me, tell, let me tell you about why I'm a creep. Yeah. Um, so again, until, I, uh, until I'm trying to recite this word for it, uh, I'd record this clip. So just listen. You can listen to Billy Baldwin's uh, monologue here about his why, what's going on and why he's doing all this. Just listen. <laughs> It's a continued resolution that I renew every year to dispose of the young filth that contaminates our community. Sophia, you're not the sweet and innocent girl that I once knew. But you're all the same, reckless and irresponsible. Just like those degenerates who picked on my kids, Lori would be ashamed. Do you know how my wife died? It was New Year's Eve. Wyatt Tasso and a bunch of their drunk friends chased my kids into a condemned building. Lori went in to protect them. The building collapsed on her and killed her. Angus Calypso and Gimbal were innocent. Everyone thought they were killed. Time's almost up. Angus, show them. All right, so that's that, that's his his evil monologue there, Billy Baldwin. And when you hear at the end where it says he says Angus, show them. Angus then removes his mask to reveal his horribly burnt and messed up face. Uh, the makeup effects aren't too bad. They're, yeah. pre they're pretty solid. He looks so, fucked up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> 
But what Walter says next, I find to be confusing and contradictory to what he just previously said. Because we hear him say that everyone thought his kids were dead after the building accident. But then he says his kids were mercilessly picked on for their looks. So how could they thought to be dead and picked on for the looks? Because that many people would have to see them to pick on them. Right. And they would realize they're not dead. And so, then they also realize he's a bad dad because he didn't take him to the hospital to get some reconstructive surgery. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I was there a kid, so still that's what? Early 2000s, maybe? Or, like, you know, 2010, 2000? Uh, I don't know when because the kid. So he's, Is this the murders that happened 20 years ago? Yeah, because obviously these kids are supposed to be responsible for, I guess, for them. I, I, are they? I mean, we don't know. But Is this the stuff from 1998 that yeah, we were talking like, about? Yeah, we don't know. Like, we, they don't. Like, they don't really connect they don't the dots. Connect, yeah, they keep saying all these murders, murders, and then murders were never caught. And so you. You're to assume that I guess these kids were the ones that did the murders, but you never know, and it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then on top of that, can we talk about? Um, let's just talk about reality here for a second. <laughs> oh, uh, don't bring that bitch in here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I find it hilarious because Billy Ball is talking about how these are his kids, which would one means that. Uh, Bill, Bill Mosley is Billy Baldwin's kid, and that, but also that Richard Greco was kids at the were same age as Angus and his kids. Uh, doing a little, makes zero fucking sense because one, William Baldwin was born nineteen sixty three, uh, Bill uh, uh, Richard Greco nineteen sixty five. And Bill Mosley, 1951. So how is, how is the kid older than the father? <laughs> Bill Mosley is born in 51? Yes. He looks great for 51. Or for, for being born in 51. Billy Baldwin is the youngest of those three. <laughs> but the kids are... But, but even Greco and we're supposed to be a kid when this happened. Like, this is bullshit. How is, what time loop did they find here? Marshall, get reality out of here. I don't want to see her anymore. <laughs> You're not welcome here, reality. <laughs> Be gone, reality. Beat it. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I find that so funny. He's the youngest one. That's so nuts. They should have had mostly B. Walters and Billy Baldwin be Gimple. He's that. But fuck. Jeez. That's pretty bad. Anyway, so yeah, time runs out. Walter stands up and asks Sophia. She's got a little bit left at the bottom of the bottle. She doesn't make it. She's trying. She's yeah. gulp, gulp, gulp. She's chug, chug, chug. She's going. She's spinning up a little bit. She's still got a couple drinks left at the bottom of the bottle, but she doesn't make nope. it. I thought she was going to make it. I was like, go, girl. You can do it. Oh. Um, so he's like, he asked her, hey, Sophia, who's it going to be? And uh, Sophia begins, like, begs, like, don't make me do this. Don't, don't make me choose. So Walters tells her that if he she doesn't choose, he will. But then changes the story. So, hey, Angus, why don't you decide? So Angus walks up to Emily. Emily hits her over the head with the blunt part of his bone axe. Then he stands behind Tiffany and places the two axe blades to her throat. Walters removes Tiffany's gag and asks her if she has any last words. And you think it'd be something clever or funny or... You know, I wasn't ple- or, I wasn't or pleading, pleading, I was pleading. Yeah, I wasn't expecting but like, funny. She's like, eh? no, she's <laughs> crying. She looks at Sophia and just says, "I'm sorry. Know, like, I'm sorry. I posted that pic of you, you and your boyfriend in my social media. That's your last words. I'm sorry. I tried to honey dick your ex boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, not please don't kill me. Yeah. Anything? But sorry, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I don't want a bad rep on Facebook. <laughs> 
Tell him I went out like a boss. <laughs> Thumbs up and subscribe, guys. <laughs> Follow me. Uh, so with that, uh, no frowny faces, please. Yeah. With that, Angus knocks Tiffany over to her hands and knees, and with one quick fluid motion, decapitates Tiffany easily. And what betrays instead of Tiffany's body is a pure mannequin just spraying blood out yeah. across the floor <laughs> in like old kung fu movie style, where you cut off an arm. <laughs> Just spraying out. And I was like, yes! I fucking loved it. So Walter then looks at uh, Angus and says, who's next? Angus points to Emily, then hands one of his axes to Baldwin, to to Walter. He says, here, Dad, you can do it. Uh, Sophia grabs Walter's wrist and says, pick me. Not me. Pick me. Take me. Very noble. Yeah, which she says, that's very honorable of you. Did not... not did not pipe up when it was Tiffany's No, <laughs> you know, she let Tiffany die. He's like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> That's a great point. She, she could have piped up right before. He's like, pick one. No, pick me. <laughs> She's just like, oh, if, they, if they pick Tiffany, Tiffany I'm going to let that slide. Like, I'm going to wait to see what happens here. <laughs> they pick Emily. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll speak up. I don't know. I know you can't see, but I'm surprised she's not doing one of those like, little hmm. finger, like, like, like Start right. up like point that one. See? That bitch or over like, there. Like doing like this, like not head, like the eyes, like that her. One, that one. <laughs> Look at my eyes. That one. So uh, at this point, Calypso rips open Mike's shirt. For, I don't know why, just because she wants for sexy time and murder. I, we, I know. I swear, I think Calypso was like hot for Mike. We don't know because she's toying with him, like but like touching him all sexy and free. Like, Mike's weird. not a bad looking guy, but he is a fucking twig. He is a twig, but at the same time, I'm guessing she doesn't round a whole lot of dudes anymore so she hasn't she, come around a lot of d she yeah. probably doesn't get a lot of d yeah she's she's low on her vitamin d <laughs> uh so uh waters pushes sophia's head head down exposing the back of her neck calypso starts running her knife's blade over mike's chest and torso waters is lining up his killing blow but right before he's about to bring the axe down the door gets kicked open and there's Travis with the shotgun. All right. Travis fires the shotgun. The shot grazes Walter, uh, Billy Baldwin's neck. Travis uh, fires again, hitting Angus in the back as he was checking on on, on Walters. But uh, keep in mind, these shots are not dead on. Uh, Travis isn't really aiming since he can't, he can barely yeah, lift up the thing. He's, due to got, his wounds. he's got this one, he's basically doing this with one arm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's the nice thing about shotguns. You don't really have to aim. It's just kind of a point shoot One thing. big hunky muscular arm. Yeah. Must, uh, yeah. Uh, Travis... Struggles to reload, and this gives Calypso time to charge Travis. So he gives up trying to reload and just uses the gun as a melee weapon. He, Dude, I love he it. Beats a, Calypso. Me- <laughs> a melee weapon. Well, that's basically what he does. That's such video game terminology. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why'd you say he uses like a bat or uses it to hit people with? You're like, melee weapon. Well, he doesn't really hit her with it like a bat, but yeah. <laughs> Butt strokes in her. He's butt stroking her and all that stuff. But yeah, he, he's 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 what now? Butt stroking. Butt stroking. Butt stroking. I butt stroke a lot of things. <laughs> Myself, my wife. Anyway, this knocks the knife out of her hands, and then she goes crashing to the floor. Angus is trying to apply pressure to uh, Walter's neck, which is bleeding profusely. Travis picks up Calyp- Calypso's knife, uses it to cut Mike free. Calypso gets up, pulls out a second knife. Charges Travis, who has his back to her, and this is where we get like a full-on fight scene. This is where it becomes like action movie. Like, yeah, again, it's like Marvel, you know, 
But, dude, I was thinking Mortal Kombat all the way. This is where Mortal uh, yeah. Kombat just hit me in the face. They're fighting in the room where there's body parts hanging. <laughs> Someone's going to get chains. uppercut and they're going to fall into the pit. Exactly. Fight. I was like, they're fighting at the bottom of the pit. Where, where, where's the acid pool in the next room? <laughs> right. You know, you're expecting reptile to like run by in the background. Like, with, hey. With the trees with the big yeah. mouths on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Toasty. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to hear that like Mortal Kombat song, you know. I know what you got, about. I got you covered. You mean this one? Yeah, so here we go. So yeah, we got that going. This is it. This is it. This is it. I can't believe you did this. Yep. It took forever, but we got it. Don't say that. Anyway, so yeah, Angus Angus charges Travis, who while charging Travis he also knocks over Sophia, who's still tied up in her chair. Yeah. So like a raging bull, he knocks over Sophia. So now starts Angus versus Travis round two. Literally round yeah, two. Here yeah, we go. Round, round two. two. Fight. And and this, again, it's a pretty cool fight it's scene. It's a great fight it's a scene. Great, it's even better than the first one. They did a good job, again, slowing things down, making moves. And it's like the way he jumps and moves, he does a lot of knees and elbows. Again, because he, they got a, a, a person really qualified because he did that stuff in the ring. He knows how to move. He right. knows, and he did the twisty stuff. I think they did a really good job catching him in this part. He does a great job with it. I, I, I give him the kudos for that. Um, so during the fight scene, Calypso loses her face mask, and we see her fucked up lower face. She's Melina. She's Melina. She's fucking Melina. Right, she's Melina. It's just like that mouth. She no- wears the mask to hide her horrible face. Yeah. And guess what? Her fucking mask falls off, and she's got scars. Just happens to be around where her mouth is. Yeah. It's- and she's like, oh no, she's got to hide it. Yeah. So uh, Angus, at this point, then Angus picks up a severed arm. And uses it to beat down and choke Travis with it, which is awesome. It, it's really great. It's just, I just swing around like a giant club, just severed arm, like thump, thump, thump. So uh, Travis does escape the chokehold, and the fight continues. Calypso's frantically trying, struggling to get her mask back on, which gives Mike time to pick up her drop knife, which he uses to stab her. Which he turns around to attack him again. Fatality. Fatality. She poses. Oh, yeah, falls over. Falls dead. down. Travis now gets the upper hand. He beats down Angus and just like he's ground and pound. He's beating him down. Uh, Angus Emily, is kind of hanging off the edge of the table and yeah. he jumps up and drops this knee, which throws. It's a great looking move. It's a great move. Uh, Emily gets free somehow. She grabs one of the bone axes. She stands over Mr. Walters, Billy Baldwin, who is still bleeding out from his neck. She calls him a sick son of a bitch and then kills him with an axe chop to the face. So we get another fatality. Fatality. My voice is deep enough for it that. Is a good, yeah, it sounds <laughs> fatality. good. Fatality. Uh, the camera cuts to Calypso dead on the floor and then to Angus, who is also dead on the floor. Oh, yeah, so uh, they're all dead on the floor. Uh, Angus is dead. Sophia's, see, Angus seems to be dead. Sophia's dead. Walters is dead. Um, the camera, uh, Mike then unties Sophia, helps her up. They hug, as do Emily and Travis. Emily tells Travis that his brother is dead. Um, <laughs> so Travis, through this whole movie, is like, where's my brother? Where's my brother? Where's my brother? Where's my brother? And he gives Emily a hug. Looks at her and goes, brother? And she, she's like, uh-uh. He's like, nope. all right. All right. Whatever. <laughs> like, he doesn't like... No, it doesn't break that. He's like, eh, I figured, but, you know, I had to go on an epic journey. I had journey. to give it the old, you know, couch, <laughs> couch try. try. The old winter soldier try. 
I do not stop until the mission is complete. <laughs> he has to go back for more hydro reconditioning yeah. brainwashing at this point. It's so funny. <laughs> Whatever. So, so the four of them start to leave the room, but then Sophia just falls down. Like, well, yeah, I she get, just chugged a fucking bottle of whiskey. Like, yeah, she's fucked up from that bullshit. <laughs> Fuck yeah, she is. She's just so fucking drunk she can't even stand up. But the funny, th- but what makes it worse is that like, after a few moments, she was like, Sophia, Sophia, she sits right back up, like perfect, like and right in the And she yells, rain. party! I would love that. I would love that. That would be great. But no, she sits up like, okay, I'm good right, now. guys. Like she doesn't act drunk. And after drinking that much weed, you would be gone. Like you wouldn't be able to stand or function. I'm surprised they weren't like, we need you to barf, baby. Like, that's you know? another great thing. Yeah, you should be throwing up right now. And she should have been throwing up before she even got that far. Uh, she's, a fucking, that much. she's a fucking champ but she acts like she's never she's apparently can't get drunk she's yeah. impervious to drunk don't you know she's the tri-sig chug champion <laughs> <laughs> so um so now Sheriff Wyatt shows up with two other cops who are actually dressed as cops Act- yes actually they actually look cops. like police officers yes they followed this fucking Washington which is actor. so weird like, I'm surprised you like, have like two townie folks coming in with like rifle, hunt rifles dressed in like flannel or something we hear there's trouble about <laughs> we got the town militia <laughs> uh, those Baldwin boys are causing trouble <laughs> uh, the cops help Travis and Emily out of the room Mike and Sophia start to leave as well, and that's when we see Angus get up behind them, axe in hand. Angus is about to kill one of them when Wyatt leaps into view, takes the axe strike, which digs deep into uh, Wyatt's collarbone. Wyatt somehow manages to get off a shot from his gun, which drops Angus. Everyone comes rushing back into the room. Richard Grieco, Wyatt is falling back into their arms. He's holding his chest. He's yeah. bleeding. He's like, oh. Everyone comes back into the room to help him out. The camera cuts over to Angus, laying motionless in a pool of blood. Blackout. 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 What? Roll them, roll them credits. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Aaron's going, Aaron's about to die over what here. What happened? Jeez. That was insane. Like, he jumps up. Richard Grieco comes in, takes the axe, gets the shot off the ground. Oh no! End the movie. End the movie. Huh? <laughs> yeah. What? It's really? For it, all movie long, we've seen how lethal these fucking axes are. They are killing. They they're, they're ca- decapitating heads like butter. They make apparently made Heather's body explode. Yeah. <laughs> but Richard Grieco is so like, he takes it to a grand such collarbone, but he doesn't look like. We don't know. We don't know, but he, they doesn't. Look, not, they never give us the answer. I know, but he doesn't look all that bad. I'm saying it doesn't look like he's in peril or like on the death door. He's kind of like, okay, I'm bleeding. That hurt. But you know, it'd be awesome if they're like, like Heather, how she just kind of exploded in a bag of blood. Maybe he's slicing. Him. He's like, oh no, he's gonna blow. <laughs> <laughs> Back up, give him space. <laughs> all right, so that's minutes to midnight, the guys. Over <laughs> the movie's over. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like they don't. They, they go climactic, 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 and then boom. There's no come down. There's no. Uh. We've seen this several times on this show. Like playing with dolls. <laughs> playing with dolls was the worst, worst. Exa- worst of it. But we've seen a few worst. times they just cat it too soon. Like, wait, what? <laughs> At least there was like, all right, he shot the bad guy. Richard Grieco got the axe in the chest. He's falling back in their arms. But there's no. It's no pretty bow. Yeah. It's like getting a Christmas present wrapped in like a... I think it's like, dude, we're run time. Yeah. We, gotta just can't, we don't got time for anything else. It's like getting a Christmas present wrapped in a grocery bag. 
<laughs> it's like you get yeah they died and that that guy lived and they're gonna be safe but at the same time it's like make the presentation a little better it's like yes I can't see with the president but it's in a fucking shopping bag right come on man put a little bit more effort into it <laughs> at least get a bag and put tissue paper on top uh, a lazy man's way to give gifts yeah. both like Marshall and myself who yep. changed presents today yep. and sure enough both of our ladies yes <laughs> had the bag with paper. the tissue <laughs> But at least we enjoy the presentation. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, guys. That's Minutes of Midnight. Let's move on to Favorite Kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite Kill. There's, you know, there's kills. a decent amount. Some style kills. Good kills. Yeah. Um, so, Aaron, what, what's your uh, what's your fare for this week? My honorable mention is the kebabbing. Kebabbing. The okay. kebabbing of Gabe and what's her tits? I don't know. Chloe. Uh, well, again, I was surprised. Like, she's the one person who, like, had kind of like a name going into it. Like she's been in a lot. She's kind of recognizable in some circles. But again, she had like the, one, the smallest role. Yeah. She had like a few lines and she's dead. Like I'm surprised you would even agree to do that movie at that point. Just like, whatever. It's like, I got a free Tuesday Man, afternoon. Woman's got to eat. I guess. She's, yeah. yeah, like I'll shoot on Tuesday. I'll be done. Get paid so, for nothing. That's my honor to mention because I like that. I haven't seen a kebab kill. You know, I, I, or at least not like that. I liked it. But I'm going to have to go with uh, Kyle getting the fucking makeshift spinal cord morning star Flail. scale skull with spikes in the side of the face that was fucking boss yeah favorite kill um yeah uh no drama here hands down same with me that that kill that uh that flail was wicked like it, it like i said all the weapons and they did that's one thing they did production by vice very very well it's so strange it's I like totally they, agree they, they, it's like weird like some of these things look really really great the fight scenes were great the weapons were great but then they went cheap down with like rubber body parts and plastic fake candles it's like it's really weird like how it's just mixed up but yeah the weapons were vicious they were great Yeah. so I'll, I'll definitely give them that alright so that said let's move on to the odds and ends not only did they watch these films they researched them too ugh what is wrong with these guys all right, ratings. IMDb gives it a 3.4 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, no, there is no thermometer score and no audience score yet. It is still fairly new, but yeah, it's, it's, not, a, it's a new one. Yeah. Uh, Amazon gives it a 3.8 out of 5. Uh, plot keywords, there were 12, only 12, but nothing nothing really fun or special. Um, so we kind of let's skip over those. Uh, Dude, you're like burping, talking, burping, talking. Sorry. Uh, I apologize for that one. Um, trivia, couldn't find anything. You know, it's yeah, still, again, it's, so new. It's new. I can't. Uh, and unfortunately, same goes with the budget. You couldn't find oh, a budget. Man, which so. I was really sad on because, like, you know, we think with someone like, with, with like William Baldwin and, and Bill Mosley, kind of, you know, you're a little bigger, obviously a little bit bigger budget. You know, I thought I'd be able to find something on it. But I couldn't find it. Well, I we did learn it. that Richard Grieco released some sort of album in 2011, which is fucking hilarious. Yes, I don't know if it was, if it was 2011 or if that's when it was put onto iTunes was in 2011 because <laughs> the cover image is a much younger Richard Grieco, and oh. in his bio, I'm pretty sure it was in the 90s, in okay. June, like 96 okay. or something like that. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> unfortunately, that's that's it for that. Man, it's a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, a whole lot of nothing. But we do get to move on to uh, five star reviews for this week. Is this your guilty pleasure? Five-star reviews. Uh, again, only seven total reviews right now. Only seven. Um, so the lowest rating, there are no one-star movies. The lowest wow. rating is a two-star. Okay. Uh, and there, Which I'll get to those. Uh, first the five, so from Groovy Wave. The movie was very excellent and great performer. Five stars, rating, dot, dot, dot. That's really not weird. a native, native English speaker. No, I'm guessing not. <laughs> 
uh, from Justin. Quality film from up-and-coming screenwriter. Looking forward to Chris Don's follow-up. Five stars. And from Moby V. Well, very well done. Cast delivered their characters with authenticity. Storyline has all the classics of a horror flick without being over the top. Over the top top. Yeah. Great indie <laughs> flick. The special effects, creature design, and weapons rock. Five stars. And last one from Dutch. Uh, this is a must-watch for horror fans. It's a genuine throwback to slasher classics with a nice twist at the end. The fight scenes between the hero and killer are well done. Five stars. I hate it when they always say a throwback to 80s slasher. Yeah, not everything throwback is a throwback. To slasher. I, I, it's yeah. like, no, Jesus. It was, I didn't get any sense of a really throwback no, as far not. as like 80s movies. Just because it's a horror, it's like, oh, it's a horror movie that must be it's an 80s throwback. No, it's not... There's, I got no 80s thing from this at all. that shit all the time. The only thing 80s is fucking Richard Grieco. Yeah. <laughs> Him and his 21 Jump Street ass. <laughs> yeah. um, There's your 80s throwback. Yeah. Uh, and now, like, the, the two two-star ratings uh, from our, our old fave here from the movie guy. Movie guy. Movie guy's back. This guy's on point. He's everywhere. Uh, Cabin in the Woods slasher film. Richard Grieco plays a creepy sheriff, and we know he is not the killer because we see the killer's face early. People party in a remote lodge on New Year's. Sarah Fletcher is, is set up as the final girl. Johnny Hennigan is the hero. Jenna Sims plays our token slut who looks like Stormy Daniels with the much-needed nose job. American African-American couple, so it doesn't look overly white like Friends. Nothing spectacular in the dialogue. Ryan need to make more killers. Needed. Oh, I'm sorry. Need to make killers more like Rob Zombie creations. Two stars, and I disagree with that. Hmm. I'm really glad they didn't go like Rob Zombie because I get it was kind more of, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's unique. I'm okay with that. But I get I, the Rob Zombie feel his aesthetic or whatever. Is, that's his thing. And but I can and he it's it's exactly it's his thing and it's a very unique yeah thing. unique to him. And I can only handle it so much. Like I don't want to see it become like oh my god everybody trying to emulate Rob Zombie movies because really you either love them or hate them. They're not like universally like they're they're, they're kind of a weird niche. In the, but I disagree with Movie Guy a lot in this one. I don't really agree with everything he says. Like I like Rob Zombie movies. But I only like watching him once or twice. Yeah, that's what I'm, I agree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, okay, I'm glad I saw that. It's cool, but it's not like I'm gonna, you know, buy the deluxe box set or anything. Yeah, like I've know? seen House of the, I saw House of Thousand Corpses like once, and like the only movies of his I've watched repeat are the Halloween ones because I was a Halloween fan. But I agree, like once I see him, like I don't feel the need to go back and watch them over, especially like the, the House of Thousand Corpses, the Devil's Rejects, and all that seller stuff. I'm like one and done. I'm fine. I like them, but I don't need them. Yeah. Anyway, last one from Matthew uh, Birchick or Birchock. Uh, <clears throat> and this is all caps, all bolds. Um, needed more fog machines. I watched it till the end. <laughs> Richard Grieco's hairstyle should die in this movie. <laughs> Two stars. <laughs> I agree with everything he said. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Grieco's hairstyle should die. <laughs> That's perfect. I was like, you said more cow. It needs more cow. It needs more fog machines. It more fog mach- there are fucking fog machines everywhere in this movie. That's where they blew their budget on. <laughs> fucking, fucking fog machines. That guy's nailed it. Uh, yeah, so I agree, I agree with that one. Uh, all right, so that that's it. We're, time for us to give us our final two cents here. Uh, Aaron, what, what do you got? This is a newer movie, 2018. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to make a horror movie, but looking at this movie... And especially since it stars a wrestler, I'm going to go on a wrestling tip here. It's like watching an ECW pay-per-view event. How okay? So? okay, I'm trying to follow you here. So you have your ECW pay-per-view event, 
and you got some old names on the ECW prevent. The old guys who were one stars will come back and start. So you got Billy Baldwin, you got Richard Greco. I was thinking more like WCW days where they hacked it. You got Bill Mosley. Yeah, okay. But, you know, but they still did that too. Like uh, Cactus Jack came back. Which, Sabu. Sabu. Yeah, I mean, but, but, but I'm talking, you know, you have these old stars that can still help, you know, the product. So, but at the same time. And it, <laughs> Listen to what I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right, right. You got your old stars there. You got your new up and comers. ECW would also have issues with production, you know. But you, you just wanted to see what was out there. Give me, give me, give me good wrestling. Give, accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. And I feel like they did that. I feel like they accentuated the positives. They had good gore, good kills, good fight scenes, um, you know, all that stuff. But there was some shit that kind of sucked that they kind of put in there and could have been done a little better. The writing was bad. The continuity errors, oh, kind of like the curtain entrances. You know, in ECW, it's like here's here's Sabu, and he like walks through a sheet. And he's like, Arr. it's like we're out here in the mountains. The storm's coming. The storm's coming. The storm's coming. Storm never comes. There's no so, storm. There's problems. There's definite problems. But at the end of the day. I liked the movie. It was fun. I'm going to say so bad. It's good. It was like watching an ECW pay-per-view. There's moments you cringe and you're like, Jesus Christ, that's dog shit. That's horrible. Why the fuck are they doing that? And then someone hits a big spot. You're like, whoa, that was amazing. You have your ups and downs and you kind of chuckle and you like seeing the old guys back again. <laughs> so... I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to sing so bad it's good. I I love your analogy. I love that that that's great. But there comes a point where the old guys need to go away. <laughs> <laughs> where you need to stop seeing the old guys. No shit. <laughs> like there's like here's the example. Like, like the fucking original. Like was it Midnight Express? They're they're like in their seventies or eighties and they're still oh, wrestling. God, was it they look beautiful? Like Bobby Eaton is yeah, still out there. <laughs> yeah, they're still wrestling. Like no, go away, guys. <laughs> anyway, I love that analogy though. Um. And I agree with you on this one. I do. I, I, I'm going to say so bad is good as well. Really? Yeah. I, was, I wasn't I was sure at first about it. Like, because part of it is like, yeah, it's just kind of, it's not super great, but it's not that bad. It's just kind of like in the middle pack somewhere. But I'm still going to say it's worth watching. And yeah. like, I love, like you said, it hides the bad and accentuates the good. Yes. That's the key. Yes. Uh, yes, it has flaws. The continuity is a big one. I'm, I'm, I'm just rehashing everything you said. But I, I do think it's worth watching. It's fun. The... The, the fight scenes are the fight scenes are good and it's, it's for horror movie, you're not expecting like great like my, like I said Marvel level or martial arts fight scenes but that, yeah and that's something sometimes good. horror movies miss is like the big guy hits you and you're dead you yeah. know it's like nah there's a struggle there's like you know people who can move and jump and kick and do fucking yeah and I, I think and, you know the cast yeah Bill Mosley I think they could have done without him really like he I think they just put him in like yeah, let's just get a name in here because exactly you really could have put anybody in that part and it would have been fine because it, it really played no part in the movie whatsoever for the most part um, and it just but I will say Johnny Mercury Mercury and uh, John Hannigan he did a, I loved he he when he was on the screen I was interested I was a tune like I was like okay. Let's see. I liked his character and he did it well and his fights he was convincing in the fight scenes he was convincing that kind of action hero tough guy uh, the counterbalance the pussy that Mike was who just got slapped around yeah um, I say watch it at least once so bad's good um, yeah, that's my take as well <laughs> don't go wrong this isn't gonna knock your socks no, off no it's but... not it's not like anything groundbreaking it's just it's just 
fun. Yeah. And like I said, yeah, the great Mortal Kombat feel to a Batman villain, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Calypso's the B-Squad. <laughs> <laughs> like Jade Katana She's like Molina. one of those characters, they, they, when they ran out characters, like Mortal Kombat, like X2 Turbo or something like that. Oh, let's just throw her in here. <laughs> There's a new one, Calypso. Like, here, they have mocap and Calypso <laughs> and... Yeah, like it's, yeah, I'm mean, gonna start running out of ideas for characters, but um, yeah, so that's good. Watch it. Um, we're gonna wrap up this year. That's that's the New Year's. Happy New Year, and everybody! This was a New Year's movie, and they it was did New Year's. That's something I didn't want to. I got okay. one, oh, one, yeah, more, one more, thing. one more little right, bone. One more thing. One more little bone. This was a New Year's theme movie. They didn't yeah. talk about it. Oh, it's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve, and you know they never did a countdown. When was New Year's? Yeah, it seemed like you know they're all partying and they all go to bed and then they wake back up. And they're being chased by the bad guys, and Billy Baldwin's like, "It's minutes to midnight." Yeah, and does the thing that's like with another the- kind of great point because like they leave the office, they leave the office, they leave the office. It's daytime. They're set for the party. That makes sense. They get to the lodge. It's still daytime. It's party. That makes sense. But then kind of night comes, and they kind of an and then when it banging. becomes nighttime, it's like, whoa, yeah. time kind of gets away from yeah. you. It's like how. Granted, it's winter, so night gets it's darker earlier, but still, Kyle and Vanessa they go to bed, they bang, they they're in there for a while, yeah. Then they leave, then all this other shit happens. They try to bang again, and then they get kidnapped. So how long? And then you got all the people kidnapped in the murder like, room for how? And then you got fifty, at least fifteen <laughs> minutes of, of the counter. That's a great like. When the fuck was <laughs> they had to, they had to pass <laughs> New Year's a while ago? I know. Either that or the ball dropped as soon as like, when everybody was getting slaughtered yeah. in the murder. Happy New Year. <laughs> There's an axe to your face, and yeah, that's another. That's yeah, it was point. the one thing. It's like, but at least they mentioned New Year's a lot, as in Bloodbeat, where they said Merry Christmas one time, yeah, and yeah. they never acknowledged holiday again. <laughs> In a tree, and lights. Someone goes, "Oh yeah, Merry Christmas." Now back to samurais. Yes, back to samurai. psychic samurais. Psychic samurais and orgasm murders. Uh, so anyway, we've rambled on long enough, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Sam, 2018. Continue listening. We got all new stuff coming. 2019. It's gonna be fun. And all right. Yeah, that's it. Uh, In the meantime, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight.